been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy! Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. Today is January 18th, 2021, and this is episode 20. So um, we're not teenagers anymore, guys. We're, we're, we're in our 20s now. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, we have a really fun show planned today. We have all the latest Disney news and info, as usual. Uh, we have another edition of the Disney Dollar Game. We also have this week's topic talk, and this week's topic will be the top three things we must have every time we hit the park. So those top three things that you need to bring with you that you can't forget when you hit the parks, all right? And then also we have a special guest coming in, Mike Crave, the general manager over at Splitsville. He's also the general manager at brand new Everglazed Donuts and Cold Brew in Disney Springs. So we're going to talk to him about the grand opening and about some of his favorite donuts at the place. And uh, other than that, before we get into everything, let's do the Disney Underground roll call. First, let's hit it over to uh, the besteners of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. Hi! Hi! How you guys doing? Not we're not we're not in our teens anymore, man. I know we're so old. Man, it's big news. It's big news. <laughs> and then we also got somewhat newcomers to the show, Brad and Tiff. Hey, welcome doing aboard. Good. Yeah. And joining us from sunny Miami, Joey. What's up, man? What's up, man? It is. Uh, yeah, it's always sunny. I'm telling you. Yeah, That's yeah. You yeah. were like 65 right now, something like that. My Jets almost got your defensive coordinator. And we know you're a 49er fan, even though you're in Miami. I thought. I thought that um I yeah, I thought he was gonna leave there with a contract. So I'm a little surprised with that. I I he's my pick, man. He's my yeah. pick. I think I don't he, know what's going on. I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be a great coach. He's got he oh. reminds me of a cross between Herman Edwards and Bill Parcells. One of those guys yeah. that's a nurturing guy and you'll run through a brick wall for him. Oh yeah. I think he's gonna be a yeah. phenomenal head coach. And if you so. see the size of him, he could probably run through a brick wall himself. He is a monster. <laughs> yeah, he's a monster. But we here to talk some Disney, so let's get yes. at before we get into anything crazy, Brad and Tiffany have been to the uh, Epcot Festival of the Arts, so let's get a little report on on that. How, how have you guys? Uh, how have you guys liked it so far? Yeah, it's, really, really enjoyed it. It's been really good. Um, I think they've done well despite the construction of Epcot, which is really um, in the way of, of lots of well, the entrance, but they kind of spread everything out better this year. Yeah. I like how they're utilizing and bring the art more to because it's it's always been around the world showcase, but it's actually closer to test track and up closer to um, well, not so much to Soren, but the the wall that you get to paint. Yes, is over mm-hmm. by Soren, which yeah, is cool. The photo ops are spread out a lot more. The wall was moved over there from yeah. where they had the event center in the past, and uh, the merch is fantastic as oh, well. Sure. Uh, obviously, it's the time of year that figment really gets to shine uh, the most. And there is a lot of new merch and the plates are beautiful. Yeah. They have uh, plates that are shaped like pallets. Yeah, you want one of those? I do. I saw it. I, I <laughs> yeah. really do. It is a really nice uh, plate for the fifth anniversary. Right. They have um, a really, really nice spirit jersey that's tie-dyed, which, you yeah, know, tie-dye is so popular right now. Or has my back, really, right? I, tie-dye is like everywhere now. Like last summer, everybody tie-dyed sweats to live in with the whole <laughs> stay-at-home stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
and now it's just everywhere now. So um, any any do they have any new dishes like at the, at any of the booths? Yes, they have this this one particular dish that I'm really interested. We didn't get to try it, but I've heard lots of people like it, and I've seen it. It's a croissant over in France. That it's a truffle croissant. It's got truffle. I think it's baked into the actual croissant truffle mm. oil. So it's like got these black stripes, and then inside is you know cheese. <laughs> yeah, so it looks beautiful. I've heard from more than one source. It's really delicious. Yeah. So I'm probably gonna eat that one a few times. We, yeah, we're gonna need a report on that when you finally get there. Yeah, yeah and then one of the things that's interesting is we often call them food booths, but I learned this year that they actually call them food studios. So they are like setting up food studios and there's a new one uh, between France and Morocco called Vibrante Vivido Food Studio. And they have chilled seafood cocktails, blue corn pupusas. But what's really exciting, what I was most interested in is one of their desserts. It's called the passion fruit mousse with dragon fruit jam. And it's incredible. It has like a little, almost like hunchback of Notre Dame uh, jester mask on it and just looks wonderful. With uh, Remy coming, with the ratatouille coming at the events pavilion, they have the ratatouille. Yeah. It was really good. It really is. And actually Miles really liked it. And Mm -hmm. I was surprised because then like I was making some food the other night and he's like, is there what's in it? And I was like, zucchini. And he's like, like when ratatouille. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, OK, that's fine. Never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. Perfectly seasoned. I mean, yeah. we've made ratatouille several times. We've had ratatouille. Yeah. This was your sister made it. Yeah, it was really good. It was great. And it's designed just like the dish in the movie. Cool. It's cute. It's really cute. But it's so easy to talk about the food. And there are a lot of artists. Yeah. And and they're performing. You know, all of the different uh, studios and galleries that represent Disney artists do have um, their presence. And while there is not Broadway this year, while there is not a lot of performances, there are the artists' involvement. I mean, the schedule of artists and all the pavilions throughout festival is pretty thick and dense. I mean, many, many artists, and they are still offering the activity to meet with artists and be instructed by artists. It is premium. It's like a $50 ticket for one of them and $250 for the other. But you receive instruction from Disney artists. At- but over... Over in the America Pavilion where the, I forget what it's called, the showcase where you watch the bands and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the amphitheater. To draw yeah. with an artist over there. Yeah. Okay, so, cool. Every day it's at really like, fun. I think 1130 and 1.30 or something yeah. like that, they're at the um, stage and they're broadcasting the drawing and, and handing out the yeah. ability to draw. So. Right. So you can do that and that's not an extra cost. Yeah. But the funny thing about the Festival of the Arts is that as a visual artist, like, I always forget that the arts includes like everything. It mm-hmm. includes music, it includes yeah. theater, it includes so many different things. And there is still a presence for music in the event pavilion. They have a pianist there. And I'm playing the Disney standards and it's always wonderful. And I want to get to know the pianists at Disney World more because I understand they're quite famous, established for some time. And I'm really excited to like know who they are and know their history. But in the American uh, Pavilion stage as well, they have added uh, the Voices of Liberty. And they are doing Disney standards 
right there throughout, um, you know, Disney's heritage and fantastic, really great performance. And they do walk out just a little bit at the end and wave. They don't just disappear like most of the acts. So very, very nice. So uh, how often do you guys plan on getting back there? Quite a bit. I was actually thinking this Saturday we'd go again after because we have a reservation for Magic Kingdom. So we're trying to park hop. So I was thinking we should park hop on yeah. Saturday because I really want to try that croissant. So yeah. I yeah. there. And plus, we were there on opening day. So, um, you know, it's the first day the artists are really set up and things just don't always flow. Openings are great, but it's good to get back right or, you know, pretty quickly. Give them time to get used to the situation and come back. I've seen the chalk art this year. It's yeah. the most phenomenal. I like that. That stuff is really neat yeah. to see. Every it's it's cool every year, but some of the photos I've seen obviously I'm not there. Some of the photos I've seen from this year, it yeah. feels like it, this, I feel like it blows it away. The other stuff, I mean, there was some really cool stuff I saw photos on. It seems to me that this year they have reached out to artists in the Disney space, and they have Disney artists like working Disney artists doing the chalk. Yeah. Oh wow. That's it's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. but I don't think they're doing, when we were there, they were not doing the chalk art in front of you. Like they mm-hmm. did, they always do that. I don't think they're okay, right. doing that. They're doing like, it before. After hours. Oh, okay. Lights out. They do it when people are gone. Yeah. Cause you have cool. to remember it opens at 11. So I guess they have time. Yeah. yeah in the mornings at least. That way it's fresh. Well, once, they, once we get past the whole pandemic stuff, I really yeah. hope they really bring back figment like as a meat yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. a meat and green always dreaming yeah. i mean i get it now where it's like eh, it wouldn't be as cool but no that'd yeah. be awesome no well, the limitations and the line you don't get to see True. them that much so the line would be huge but True. are you talking about well, the one just the, where to dream finder like holding him or a life-size no, like anthropomorphic? or i like both of them actually yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure and I, I think it's definitely in our future. Yeah. We definitely did not embrace Figment as much as they do now four or five years ago. I mean, he's an institution. They listen to, well, us, you know, yeah. and, yeah. and front and center. Bring we back know, the orange bird. Bring back the orange bird yes. for Flower and Garden. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. We will be happy. You know, I was just going to say, Dan, I think you really are a Tony Baxter fan. And I think about the rides he's done. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, and like the stuff that he was planning to do that didn't get done oh my goodness I would just be happy if we just had a part full of all his ideas oh, <laughs> that's the worst yes. and the best when you hear about these things that yeah happened or were thoughts you know and you're like yes. oh my gosh well, he's gonna have like crystal shards and stuff over in the land pavilion I don't know it sounded cool uh, Tokyo yeah they were gonna do an Epcot, like that whole. I don't know if it was Tony Baxter or not, but they were gonna do that whole amusementy thing in Japan or Tokyo. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, jumping from an Imagineer back to imagination, Figment it did return this year with uh, his Masters scavenger hunt map. So go ahead and identify Masters around the world showcase. What was the thing you got at the end if you did it? Upon completing the scavenger hunt, guests can head to Disney Traders with their completed map to receive an artful surprise. I didn't finish it yet, so I don't know, but it's uh, that, that's the team. what it is. They're usually yeah. good. Yeah, Dan loves those. Yeah, I love the chicken. Well, maybe we'll do it twice and send you one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's such a cool thing to do. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it is. We should do it with mine. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, thanks, guys, for uh, giving us a little bit of insight to Epcot's Festival of the Arts and can't wait to hear some more. And uh, let's let's bring that to this week's um, sponsor. And this week's episode is sponsored by Sugar and Geek Candles. They uh, they've been a sponsor before. They make really cool uh, candles, mostly Disney themed, but just pop culture themed in general. Uh, Harry Potter stuff, Mean Girls stuff, really cool candles. And uh, so they'll be also this week's trivia giveaway. Dan and Stephanie, why don't you let everybody know how they can enter? Make sure you are following our Instagram at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. Send us a DM with the trivia question answer. The correct answer enters you in the drawing with a chance to win the prize. And one lucky winner will be selected from all contestants with the correct answer. The winner will be announced on next episode, which will be uploaded on January 25th. You can answer from right now. Until Thursday, January 21st, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And good luck. Good luck. Good luck. And then, Brad, why don't you let us know this week's trivia question? All right. This week's trivia question is, on our last episode, which was uploaded on January 11th, what did Tiffany say was her favorite cookie from Gideon's Bakehouse? Mm. It's, also my, it's also my favorite. I mean, it's the only one I've ever tried from there, but it's... I guess it's <laughs> but it's... Just, that, it's, defaults to that. It's a little of a default, but Ian's favorite cookie is the any cookie. Yeah, I'll eat, I mean, yeah, I'll eat anything. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> I'll eat anything, but I won't. So, so what's <laughs> Tiffany's favorite cookie? And you get that if you get that answer correct, DM us like uh, like Steph said, and uh, you could win yourself a uh, sugar and geek candle. It's also it's Harry Potter themed, so it's not Disney themed, but it's a Harry Potter themed uh, sugar and geek candle. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, guys. So with that. Uh, let's also announce last week's winner of last week's trivia question. She wins the Madness on Main Street Disney-themed Tumblr. Let's congratulate Leona Wong. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for reaching out on Instagram and, and answering the question. And we will be reaching back out on, on Instagram to you to get your shipping info and to mail you out the, the Tumblr. So congratulations, <clears throat> congratulations, Leona Wong. All right. I guess with that, let's get into uh, some Disney news. And you know, before we get into the news... I just want to give a shout out to um, our, our news guy. You know, he's never on the show and he, he works tirelessly. Not really, but he, he gets us the news. Every- <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Listen, he's a great guy. He seems like a, like a, like a delight. Patty info. He, uh, you know, we love his typos. There's always a lot. There's always a bunch of typos, but we love him anyway. So I just want to say, you know, if, I know he's listening. So just to thank him for always making sure we have the, the most up-to-date Disney news and info and Disney Plus stuff. And he's, he's always excellent with it. He always gets it to us every week. So we just want to say thank you to, to Patty for that. I like how he puts those typos in there for us to find. You know, I, There you go. I like think little he, Easter eggs. That's exactly. I, I think it's to make sure we're on our toes. So. Oh, yeah. Does he, does he actually listen? <laughs> yeah, he does, actually. He always, he always says, you know, you're such, he's, he'll tell me when, he's, when we said something wrong. I'm like, no, you wrote it wrong. We said it right. We corrected it. <laughs> but, um, but nah, he's actually, uh, long story short, he's my brother. And I guess every, you, nobody out there knows it. You guys know. But now they do. Now, now they, they do. do. Now they do. So, yeah. So we just want to say thank you to Patty Info for always making sure we have all our info. And, listen, uh, I know it's a lot of work. Actually, it's appreciated. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's yeah. um, he he works at it every day. He gets it to us in time, and and um, sometimes we're blessed to not have any typos. Mostly, mostly not blessed, but sometimes. True so, brothers, always got it. That's how you do it. Man. So, <laughs> so let's get into some news, man. Let's go. Let's go, uh, Brad and Brad. You go first. Well, um, it has been announced 
that Disneyland Resort will soon be a COVID-19 vaccination site. Disneyland will host Orange County's first super pod point of dispensing site to help vaccinate people who live and work in Orange County and are at the top tier of the state's priorities list. Vaccinations will only be provided by appointment. Okay. I mean, really exciting. I mean, Disneyland has had no traction on reopening and certainly being at the forefront of moving things forward in California and bringing uh, health and peace of mind to everyone involved in those decisions certainly is going to uh, help move that along. So yes, I agree. I agree. I saw some aerial shots. It was pretty nuts. How all of a sudden everyone's in there in the park. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's got to be strange too, especially if you're one of the people that usually goes there. Now you're in there getting a vaccine, but you can't go to the park. But you're yeah, like you can't get on a ride. You're probably dying to get on a ride. <laughs> yeah, like are they going to turn the music on? Uh, probably not. That would be nice if they at least did that though, right? Maybe have some people, yeah. maybe have some of the characters walking around meet and greets. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine. <laughs> the ones yeah. dabbing your nose. They should have Mary Poppins giving out the vaccines. Yeah. <laughs> so what else we got, Brad? Well, uh, the partnership between Disney and Coach has a new collection out that is flying off the shelves. The collaboration with artist Keith Herring is bringing a 44-item collection of bags, totes, backpacks, wallets, and pouches that are selling out quickly. If you're interested in getting something from this epic collaboration, then you should head over to the Coach website as soon as possible to make sure they are still available. Yeah, Coach, um, for those that don't know, they have a store down in Disney Springs as well, and they have uh, all these bags on display. They did a Basquiat collection last fall, and I can't wait to see this herring collection. They do a really great job of highlighting uh, the pop artists and the graffiti artists from you know the 80s in New York, and really, really some nice, nice pieces. So definitely gonna be checking those out. I'm a huge Keith Herring fan. Just loved his uh, bi- uh, biography that was published in the early 90s and left a big mark on me in my life. So love Keith Haring and his work. Definitely celebrating this collection and go take a look and see if there's anything I can afford. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. awesome. All right. What about uh, about you, Tiff? What do you got in the news? Okay. It's rumored that Disney is considering opening the Avengers Campus in Disney's California Adventure for shopping and dining when it's allowed again as an extension of current downtown Disney operations. This would give guests the ability to walk through the campus, but none of the attractions would be open. I, I think it's good. Um, it's kind of like a tease, though, no? It's a tease, yeah. man, big time. Yeah. But it would be awesome. It would be so awesome just to be able to do that. I mean, I think that's how we felt when they opened Disney Springs and stuff. So, I mean, if well, we think about there, it. Like- think about it. If you when they first opened um, Galaxy's Edge, even if nothing was open, just to see, because you know the, the Imagineers and the way they do everything, there's so mm-hmm. many little details and Easter eggs and all kinds of stuff within these these lands and stuff like that. So, there's a lot of stuff you could really check out. That's true. I hear, you, but but opening it up and letting me walk through it and not do anything is like basically putting <laughs> a Gideon's Bakehouse cookie in front of me yeah. and saying, "But don't eat it." Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I still, have, I still. I'll have security. No, trust yeah. me, they'll have security. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the people over there are just hoping to get back to the parks as soon as possible. So yeah, at least this is a little something, I guess. You know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then 
Next up, a Disney Cruise Line has announced that they will be canceling all cruises that would be departing through March 2021. Guests that have paid for their reservations in full will be given the option of receiving 125% future cruise credit, or they can receive a full refund. Wow. I take the cruise credit. Yeah. It's a no-brainer, right? Hundred, You get yeah. like an extra quarter on top? 25% return on an investment? That's incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. You got to figure there might be some people that put that out there hoping they would do something like this. And now they just, you know, I mean, I mean, I think we all kind of knew that March 2021 was still going to be rather soon for a cruise. Of course it is. You know, so I mean, because even if they're they're open, how many people are looking to just like rush on a boat? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, they'll be lucky if they can get one this year. Seriously. But but to know that, but to know that you're going to get an additional. um, Oh, yeah. yeah, Like, you know, know, it goes from, you know, maybe, uh, you know, a longer cruise or just a better room and up room upgrade now because of it. So yep. all you got to do is wait a little bit till it's safer anyway for you to go. Well, yeah, it's not like you're going now anyway. So. Yeah. So, but um, Agreed. Right, so. Joey, what do you got in the news today? Uh, all right. First, we got uh, the president of Marvel studios, Kevin Feige. He's confirmed that there will be a third uh, Deadpool film. Obviously that's no secret, not to most people. Um, and it will be R rated. Thank God. Not that I thought that they would go back, but you can't do that film yeah. any other way. It would, it would um, like watered down. Yeah, basically, uh, Feige said, we're working on the script right now. It will not be filmed this year. So obviously, we got some time to wait. Hopefully, we don't have to wait long because, you know, Deadpool is one of my favorites, especially in the Marvel Universe, which is funny because their stuff is not R-rated. And I love that they have kept him kind of true because I love the character. So it'll it'll be great to see this. So, I mean, it's just unfortunate we got to wait quite a while. And and Ryan Reynolds is like the perfect actor to play. Like, it's his his, his (laughs) sense of humor is like... It's almost like Deadpool Perfect. was made for him, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. you would have thought after Green Lantern, he might not have gotten another chance at a Super. Oh, my God. But he, even says, he jokes about that. He jokes yeah. about that all the well, time. Well, he doesn't even like, in, in Deadpool, they even talk about the, the Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. Comes up, so. <laughs> yeah. So, no, listen, um, he's kind of like, uh, he's he's the Robert Downey of, of that side, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for Robert sure. Downey's perfect for Iron Man. So, you know, yeah. he's kind of like almost the persona of it, which is hilarious. Yeah. All right. So what else we got? All right. Director John M. Chu will no longer be involved uh, with the Willow series that'll be coming to Disney Plus. The famous director cited COVID-19 production delays and life events as his reasons for walking away. Uh, the new Willow series will be Lucasfilm's first non-Star Wars project since 2015. Now, I don't know much about the Willow series. I really have not followed that. So I don't know. Maybe you guys have. I know uh, Brad's a big fan of Willow because I remember you were excited. We talked about when John Chu came on, yeah. and I remember you were excited about it, Brad. Yeah, yeah. So I'm so, I feel like we just I just feel like we just covered wow. him coming on, and it's just like it's almost like overnight that he's he's out. Yeah, there's a there's a lot going on at Lucasfilm too. One of the interesting things that just happened was you know it's another news item. I apologize, but uh, <laughs> uh, they just signed a partnership with BioWare to produce their next game. So. Yeah. They're like reaching out. I think they, you know, there's so many projects in development. There's so many things we're hearing about all the time. I am see, sad to see him leave this project. I hope it doesn't delay it. We've actually been watching Willow lately. We've watched it twice. In the oh, last- okay. Yeah, it's pretty perfect the way it is. So I'm going to be a pretty hard critic on this one, I think. <laughs> oh yeah i hear you yeah speaking of what you were said you said they were a uh, bioware is going to make in the game i know they're expanding because i know ubisoft as well is going to be doing an op- uh, open world game for them as well so mm-hmm. you, you know what actually brings me to a, a funny thing joey um why don't they let elsa hold the balloons at disney world <laughs> because she would just let it go Dan, how you joke? <laughs> <laughs> that's supposed to be my line joey i no, knew i was gonna i knew i was gonna get always crushed <laughs> Well, that one's for Joey and Sammy. I knew I was going to get one of those, one of those times. I was like, man, I'm going to get one of these. <laughs> so because she, 
They don't let Elsa hold the balloons at Disney World because she would let it go. Yeah. So, right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listen. I'm sorry to crush you on that last one. Man. It just came, hey. it came to me immediately. It's a good one though. Did you want to uh, do it again, Gene? <laughs> <laughs> no, the moment's passed. Joey ruined sorry. my day. I'm sorry. I'm All right. Sure well, <laughs> let's let's move along to Steph's news since Joey go. just wants to destroy my dreams. <laughs> The Liberty Square Market in Disney's Magic Kingdom has temporarily closed for refurbishment. The quick service location is scheduled to be closed from January 11th through February. I like that little place. I do too. They have uh, turkey legs there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I feel like this has happened before. Then what? So we don't have to. What did you say about turkey? Turkey legs. Oh yeah. You know the famous turkey legs. Yeah, everybody do that, man. I'm a meat eater, but I just cannot do it. I do one every time I go, but halfway into the turkey leg, I realize, yeah, I don't know why I did this. (laughs) But every time I go, I'm like, I can't wait to get my turkey leg, and then I I get it. Love to see it now. It's too big. That would be so good. (laughs) It'd be like (laughs) turkey grease in my. Dude, it does look so messy. <laughs> oh, so messy. And when it's hot out, I see people eating. Oh. They're very greasy. Yeah, very. Yeah. I love turkey, but I just, I don't know. There's so much. I'll tell you, you my, one of my favorite Disney snacks of all time is when you get right in the beginning of August when it's like 120 degrees, a turkey leg with a big glass of warm milk. Oh. oh. Gross. Just walking down Main Street, 120 degrees, oh. turkey leg in one hand, oh. glass of warm milk in the other. I don't think so. No. We actually won a free turkey leg once. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Wow. I don't know yeah. if it still works, but it used to be it on the Sunset over, Boulevard. Right. At the place, it doesn't because now they serve Mexican food there next to Scoops. There's like mm-hmm. the Mexican food. But they had turkey legs there. Mm-hmm. And all we had to do was go up and sing a song. No, and gobble. And gobble. Gobble, That's gobble, 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 yeah. gobble. And, and they gave you who, who sang? We all did. Yeah, we all did. I would have done it. I would have done it though if you could win one by singing that. I would have. So just to do it. I mean, if you've watched if you've watched Dan and Stephanie's videos, they're dancing and singing around Main Street anyway. So like, you might as well get a turkey leg for it. Well, and gobble like a turkey. You got to do that part. Oh, the gobble for everybody. No problem. No, it's not an issue. Every time I pass there, I want to do it now. <laughs> Why don't you just limit where they're like, uh, this guy's back again? <laughs> how much, are the, how much are the turkey legs? Like twelve dollars, nine dollars? Yeah, I'm not even sure. They're twelve. Oh, good guess. Good job. Yeah. Actually, pretty economic. I bought them a few times for family. Yeah, I like it, and um, I can't eat a whole one anymore either. I'm not a big turkey person, but I'm a turkey leg person. I think, I think it's the, the problem of it not eating or getting a turkey leg. It's the people walking around with them. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. Just too yeah. much. I don't need to see the, that. The grease on their face, and yeah, then, like, and like, then step- they bump you. I've gotten bumped by a turkey leg. So like. <laughs> <laughs> I looked over oh. one time in her arm. Oh, oh that's disgusting. Oh. It's full of stuff. That was so gross. <laughs> you know you, that guy? That's not happening right now. Because yeah. you can't walk. Yeah, that's there. right. You can't walk with food. So you don't got to worry about the turkey legs. That was so good. Yeah. <laughs> it was just funny of all people to bump into. It was her. And yeah. she's just they're going. <laughs> Actually, she hit on something, too. It's something she said. I think it's that with the heat. It drives me crazy. Yeah. I don't know. It's too greasy for, for when it's too hot. Yeah, it's too hot. But again, like I said, or, it's one of those traditional snacks to where you almost feel like it's like synonymous with a trip sometimes that I'm surprised that like, is so traditional. I didn't too. I didn't know that for the longest time. I was like, what is the deal with the turkey leg? 
but then you look back and it's like, wow, this has really hung on. Yeah. Yeah. It actually looks good. Like if you could like cut it off and like eat it with a knife. <laughs> Turkey bowl. Then that looks good. Even to me. Like I was like, yeah, I get it. I get why that, but it's just the like cartilage. We don't need to talk about it. <laughs> cartilage. No, really? I, I think you bring up a good point though. <laughs> a skin flap. Yeah, I think you could bring up a good point. It is a good idea to walk over to the silverware vending machine and grab a fork and utilize that fork, hold it in the hand. It, it, it does help. Yeah, tip. Yeah. yeah, that's a hot tip. There you go. There you go. Literally. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so what else we got, Steph? Well, more bad news. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Sprinkles in downtown Disney at Disneyland Resort has closed its doors again. The gourmet cupcake shop closed its doors earlier in the year, but then reopened in September. No reason was given for the closure and no reopening date has been announced. This is crazy. This place is so popular. Yeah. What do you think it is? Oh, not God. even given they're not really given any info i can't see it being done i mean like she's like stephanie said it's so popular they're all over the country yeah maybe it's um, an issue with the walk-up uh atm, that's yeah, ATM. Yeah. yeah that's true maybe it was something with covid just maybe it's not safe and you know i don't know ours was the sprinkles at disney springs is still open Listen. yeah they they don't let you in there. You just can use the vending. Um, so I don't know. Maybe their vending machine broke. Maybe. So Steph, do you have any good news for us? I do. On a oh. happy note, <laughs> we now know the name of the baby white rhino that was born in. Oh, finally! Finally! Oh. I was waiting. I was waiting all, all all week for this. Oh my gosh! Me and Joy were losing our minds yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah. I know. Do you want to know what his name is? <laughs> Uh, yeah i'll tell you the baby boy was named ranger to honor the wildlife rangers who protect white rhinos from poachers throughout the world i love that that's cool i do like that's a good name that's That's a good name i can definitely sleep tonight so at least the name has finally come out so right yeah you were like on pins and needles yeah now they just need to bring back the animal kingdom show so i can see that guy i know uh properly i hopefully they'll do another season i don't know if there's ever really been any talk about a second season hopefully they will bring it back dan you you, you're a testament to it you've even said that it made you want to go to disney um to to disney's animal kingdom more because of the show so it's an infomercial besides the fact that it's just a cool show yeah absolutely well we're headed back to some disappointing news disney has announced that as of january 1st 2022 they will be ending their magical express service that provides transportation for guests from orlando international airport to walt disney world resort mirrors transportation which is the company that provides the service for disney has made a statement saying walt disney world made us aware of their decision while we are disappointed disney will no longer offer this service we intend to continue offering transportation services between the airport and all area theme parks and hotels to meet the demand of our visitors now and in the future and people are freaking oh yeah yep. it has been i've seen that's all i've seen all week with this People are flipping out. I can't understand for the life of me why Disney would decide to say, hey, we don't really need the free transportation anymore. I mean, it was it seemed like such a no brainer to me. So I have, I have two questions with it. And I don't even know if, if anyone knows the info, if it's even been released. But one is, do they have a backup plan? Is there something else that they're going to do? Another type of mode of transportation? I know they're talking about the the, the, the train, I but, I can't, but I can't see that being ready in time. So it isn't. But I think they're banking on that and they're 
going with the whole angle of, you know, things have changed since we started doing this and now there's Ubers. It's not like just kind of cab situation like it used to be. And with technology, you know, advancing and everybody using that, I think we're going to see just an onslaught of Ubers now. And that's what they're banking. But how much is it to take an Uber from MCO to Disney? It's got We do it all the time now because the wait is so long most of the times for Magical Mm -hmm. Express. We have taken it. We like it. It's a cool experience. But this is a problem, though, for like families, because all that luggage, yeah, if you, car seats, I mean, you're going to have to get the more expensive Uber, Uber, the bigger model. And a lot of times the wrong car shows up. Happens mm-hmm. all the time. For us, it's like two people. A couple wow. times we've shared an Uber with some people going to a we resort. Have five suitcases for the two of us. Yeah, but we don't have any kids or people with us. True. So for us, it doesn't affect us as much, but this is going back to what I said on last episode. The problem with this is they're taking things away, major things, and not having a solution. Like Mm -hmm. we just heard about the cruise announcement, but you know what? They backed it up with $125 credit if you want to take that. At least they're Mm -hmm. thinking ahead to give the benefit. This is just like really leaves it up in the air. I know families are freaking out. Yeah. I think they really should have had a plan in place before they go announcing such a big thing. That's a big part of families. You would think they would have announced at the same time, this is our new, our new thing. But, but let me ask you a question. Since you guys, since you guys do Uber, what is the, what is the, what is the rate for an Uber from like MCO to Disney? It's 60. I want to say, right? So that's that much. What's the, what's the difference? Where you're going though, what resort you're going to. Oh, we're yeah, usually at a true. resort before uh park, obviously, because we're dropping our luggage off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But still it's all in the same general vicinity. You know what I'm saying? So it's got, it can't be that different. So like if you're, if it's on average 50, $60, that that's significant to a family that had a free ride before, you know what I mean? And you got to talk yeah. about the return visit. It's it's so you're talking about doubling it. That's a meal for a family of four. Absolutely. But you're buying, we're buying time because we don't, that's true. Two hours. Sometimes it's your whole day. And a lot of times we have just, like Dan said, we've shared an Uber with another couple or another, not a family, but usually another couple. And mm-hmm. it's, that's worked out great. I just, I can't. Okay. So here, this is, wait. okay. So I just looked it up from going to the airport to pop century, say it's 30, almost $35. I knew okay. That. Okay. Sorry. I was way off. But it depends, like I said, on what resort you're going to, you know, farther away, closer. You and know. the time. I mean. But think about a, a big family sitting yeah, there trying to yeah. deal with that. And I don't know. I That's a lot more. I guess I got to hope that it's temporary. I think, you know, they're operating this like license with them. They don't have the resorts open. I mean, you know, it's DVCs are the only resorts open. They're, they're paying contracts and running these buses and maintaining these buses that they aren't using right now. So I just hope it's temporary. And, and again, they will have the train system soon. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully they, they, they figure out something that could just buy them time well, to get to that. Yeah, and hopefully the train system, however, that's set up has got some kind of like carousel thing that you can put your luggage in and not be hold, you know. Exactly. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> luggage clause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know how it is when you get on the, the tram, you know, when you get out of the airport and if you have a lot of luggage you're kind of holding on to everything yes. wrapping your arm around the bar you know we don't yeah. even have kids so where does the train it goes from the airport to where that's another yeah there's gonna probably be a, they'll probably have to have a hub it's probably not gonna go to resort to resort. I think the deal is it goes to disney springs and okay. that's why people 
are also irritated because then they got to get a bus. Yeah. All right. Your luggage? Yeah. That's rough. That's so much. That's and the only thing I've heard about that train is that's where it's going. And it's probably going to be outside of Disney Springs. So, I mean, because, yeah. So, I mean, it's probably going to be like maybe somewhere near like where the bus system is, maybe somewhere there. So it's not that long of a walk because you can't see people walking far. I right. think- Wrong, but I believe that I read that there's going to be an extension that goes closer to the resorts from Disney Springs. Okay, that that would be great. So and so and then and my other question is: in the meantime, if you're going to take the Mears buses, which is pretty much going to be like the Magical Express, how much is that going to cost? Because that's obviously not going to be a free service now that they're going to be on independently doing it themselves. No, so that's less. I bet. Oh, it's gonna. It's definitely gonna be a lot less. Is it gonna be per person? Is it gonna be per party? Like, it just. Do you have to? Do you have to uh, reserve a spot before? Like almost like a like a ticket for it, or I mean, if you just get online. Maybe Disney knows that, but they just don't really want to promote that. That's where this is going. Yeah, you know that's how Disneyland operates. We took. It, there's no magical express in Disneyland. We paid for the bus. The, well, the other thing is Disney bus, but are people just going to start renting cars? Well, then you got the added parking fees that people. I, I used to do that too. I that's what we we used to always do uh, up until. I guess up until we started doing DVC, sometimes we'd say, okay, well, we want to go to Universal, so we'll rent a car. But in the beginning, we would rent the car and then just, then we have a car. But then we realized we would barely ever use it. So we said, when I found out about Magical Express, we started taking that. And then if I wanted to go to Universal, we would just walk over to the Swan where they, where you can rent a car and then we'd rent the car for like a day to go to Universal. But yeah, I feel like it's just so much more expensive to rent a car, especially if you're not really leaving Disney. More times than not, you're not, if you're staying on property, you're really not going anywhere else. I mean, you might go for a day, you might go to, yeah. Um, the mall, that the big outlets they have out there. You might take a day and go to Universal, but other than that, for the most part, you're going to stay at Disney. Yes. And why pay for parking everywhere? Right. It's weird to me because the whole system at Disney World is set up so that you really don't have to use a car. Right. So why wouldn't they? Why would they take away that portion, the beginning where you yeah. need? transportation that's so strange that's a great point by tiffany because that's one of the reasons why they did start the the magical express so you didn't want you had no reason to leave you it was almost like it made it harder for you to go and spend your money at another place but now tiffany's right you're going to give it you can give people the opportunity to say hey i already got the car why don't I go, you know, let's go check out one of the gift shops off property where things are like 75 percent off but they are at the world of disney I mean, right. the cool thing about the Magical Express obviously has its downfalls where people didn't get their luggage for hours and hours sometimes. But when you come off the plane, it was a way to feel more like you instantly walked mm-hmm. into Disney. Yep. And they grabbed you and, mm-hmm. and yeah. you in a, you know, I remember when we first did it, it was so cool. I mean, yeah, your luggage is getting taken care yeah, of. I was crying on the get bus. on the bus, you see a little video, <laughs> you know, it was really cool. So <laughs> It's an experience. One more. That's not going to be there anymore. I agree. Once you get on that bus, you saw the the little video and just feeling on that bus, there was just this like excitement that built every yeah. oh every God. mile closer to Disney. It just built up. And you're like, we, we was there. Yes. We were there. And like, when you- like, like I'm a kid. I'm a kid oh, with she's it. crying. She's crying. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, we did get one last chance um, during closings. They were using some of the Magical Expresses for overflow busing uh, in the early summer. And we got to go on a Magical oh. Express get taken back to TTA. So really nice. that's, that's cool. Got one last ride. Oh, cool. Maybe not. Let's see what happens. This <laughs> doesn't that's... make sense to me. It seems like a weird announcement. Yeah, maybe I, that's a maybe that's a JPEG call. Yeah, you know. maybe, and we don't know. Maybe they're in contract negotiations, so they're like playing hardball, like they're leaving. 
I feel like that works for Mears more than it does for Disney. Disney's the ones that announced it. That helps Mears get that contract. Because yeah. Mears has nothing to lose. You know, like you can either use us or not, but we're going to send people to Disney. So they'll either pay us or you'll pay us. For I feel like it, if anything, I feel like if that's that hurts Disney because, well, yeah. you know, I think it, I think it. Well, it, it looks like you said, it looks like a service being taken away. There yeah. you go. I'm going to hope that it's a big bus bluff. Yes. Bluff. <laughs> <laughs> or, or just we wake up tomorrow and this story never even happens. Right. Yeah. Everybody's so upset. Yeah. They've been listening. I mean, exactly. That's a great point. Maybe they see that because the, the the review on this has not been positive by anybody. I mean, why not, could it be? Not a well, one. I imagine anyone who said, "Oh, this is a great idea." No. And no. people always say, "Well, you know, it's the pandemic. There's all this money loss. You know, once they." get back into it. I don't think they're going to bring it back because at that point they're going to be like, well, we've been managing without it now. Why would we, why are we going to throw it back in? Yeah. So that kind of, I just don't think that thinking works with a lot of stuff. That's a good point. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's not everybody's job that's lost. <laughs> Great point, Stephanie. We're not even thinking about that. We're thinking about we're losing the service, but think about all the people that, that don't, that was their job. So and sad. and now people are going to lose it. I didn't even, you know what? I, I shame on me. I didn't even think about that. This well, wait, if they said, if they said they can, they're going to continue to offer the service. Well, yes, but, I mean, but that's mirrors. They might not be mirrors drivers. They might be Disney drivers. Oh yeah. I don't, yeah. That's Disney the thing. I don't, yeah. There's no way for us to know that. Yeah, I, I don't know. know what level that means and yeah. what the cost is and right. you know, all that. I mean, yeah. hopefully it turns out positive, but yeah, yeah hopefully. Yeah. Well, well yeah. You want some more bad news? Yeah. And I don't know if I can take any more bad news. Extra magic hours are no more. Uh, yeah, I heard about that. This one made me angry. No, this is kind of one of those we're trying to throw a positive, but um, it'll be interesting what you guys think mm-hmm. on this. Guests at Disney-owned resorts will soon be allowed 30 minutes early entry to any theme park every day. This is different from extra magic hours that allowed one hour early access to certain parks on certain days. Disney is hoping this new system will help disperse guests through all the parks. Disney has not announced when the new system will officially start. Half hour? Ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. I think that's making it hurt more. It's kind of like they said, we'll take away a little bit of the time, but you can use it everywhere now. If it's, if it's they pointless. would have said this was an you know they're just doing an hour on any there you go imagine I, how freaked out people would be in a positive way yeah you know, even if it was temporary what do you mean if they would have said well we're just gonna do away with that we're gonna <laughs> do it every day oh every yeah. for an hour some revised mm-hmm. you know type of system like that because it was kind of rough the way that worked with mm-hmm. what days had the extra magic hours. But yeah, I just feel I like 30 minutes change. isn't really enough time to make that. Yeah, big- I mean, yeah. Are you kidding me? How long does it take you? You get through the, the just yeah. when you, if you start at the entrance and let's say you want to walk to space mountain, how long is it going to take you to get there anyway? So yeah. what are you going to get? You're going to get a 15 minute start just to get on. I mean, come on. It makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, all yeah, I mean, this all goes back to what's the benefit of staying on Disney property and what kind of yeah. have on us. For what we're providing you, you know, with perks. And mm-hmm. I think that's the worst part about it. It's, yeah. so it's another exception. Mm-hmm. Is it just the morning? Because it used to be you got extra magic hours in the yeah. morning and the evening. Yeah. It said yeah, all magic is, hours. Yeah. Extra magic mm-hmm. hours as far as I know. It said all. Yeah, it said all. So 30 <laughs> minutes. and like, that's not really. Yeah, there's no way for them to clear out the park in 30 minutes in the evening to give resort guests like an extra. Yeah, day. that makes. I think, you know, I mean, the thing about it is, is that. You know, when you're at the resorts, if you're staying at the Flow or uh, the Poly or um, the Contemporary, you've already got a 30-minute jump on everybody. And really, all they're doing is opening up the gates whenever they start running TTA. 
So it's going to take them 30 minutes to get from parking to the front gate. And that's just all they're doing. They're opening up everything at the same time and packaging it as a benefit. Uh, Yeah. It's just another, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, man. Is it me or is it seem like since Bob Iger left? Is it me or does it seem since like Bob Iger left? They've taken away oh. everything. I wonder yeah. who's wait who, who's running the parks again. Who was running the parks even when Iger was there? Oh, that's right, Chapek. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not a big I, fan of him. I'm not either. And I, I really was, I was really hoping that when he took over for Baba Iger, yeah, it would be different. Just because you know you'd want it. It's different. It's different. It's different. But you would different. think because Baba Iger, I thought did such a heck of a job that you would think that. Those are tough shoes to fill. Let me now again. This is obviously weird circumstances. It's not fair to Bob Chapik to be put in the circumstances he was put in with COVID and all the, the closing in California and you know in other places. So I know it's not easy, but I would think that he would want to try to give as much as he could just to like almost like outdo Bob Iger a bit. And it, I feel like I feel like it's he's almost like the Grinch that stole Disney in a way. Yes. <laughs> And I feel bad saying it because I love Disney, and it's, but I just... Well, you know, I'm sorry. This is not... This is one thing after another that people are not happy yeah. about. I'm yeah. just saying. This is about... You know, Disney is is, is about services. It really yeah. is. That's, that's a what, lot of it is about services. That's what sets them apart from the Universals. Yes, the Universals great, but there's, a, there's, there's that fine line between... Not yeah. fine line. There's that, it's really a wide line between Universal right. and Disney, and that's what it is. It's the customer service, and it's that, that feeling that you're in another world altogether, and... The little, the little niceties. Like, what I gotta say is, I think he's making somebody happy, or he wouldn't be doing it. Well, so. there's only there's only one group of people he's making happy, which he was yes. doing exactly. We know what that is. I mean, he was doing it. He was doing it when Iger was there when they finally put him ahead of, of Parks. Come on, I mean, it's just it's just more of the same, which is what I feared when I first heard of the uh, who now, was coming. Yeah, you know? I I like Josh tomorrow. I, maybe there's mm-hmm. maybe yeah. the. You know, there yeah. could be some type of swap between the two and like run everything. <laughs> I, I was excited to hear that tomorrow got a bump. I kind of thought that would make things a little better, but I guess I don't know if he doesn't have as much pull as I thought he was gonna have. But they should yeah, do. He, and he was uh, he was back at Disney World a week and a half ago. Yeah, I, I mean everything he's seen too. Like he actually, they you see the stories of him going face to face with a lot of the, the the furloughed workers and apologizing right to their face. And yeah. I mean, not a lot of not a lot of you know big corporate guys do that, and he did it. And I mean, how much more corporate do you get than Disney? And he was still out there with the regular people like you and me saying, hey, I'm sorry, this is what it is. But he went there and he took it like a man, went face to face with these people. I feel like he's more in the Bob Iger mold. I'm sorry, but just like just like Iger was over other stuff. JPEG needs to go do something else. They need to put someone else in charge of the park. Seriously. Yeah, Yeah, this is this is bad. I mean, it is taken a turn the vibe is even different i was yeah we were talking about this the other day in the past just a couple of years there's just something's kind of been like brewing <laughs> and then ever since that takeover it's just it's different i don't see an advantage staying on disney property anymore yeah that's a big thing that dan was talking about i mean, I mean I feel like, yeah i mean i feel like every time they put out a statement that makes people's heads spin it's like Chapik, I regret to inform type of thing. And it's like, it's like how many, I feel like, you know, it's like, it's like when you ever watch like those Rocky movies and you see how many punches could Rockies take to the face, right? That's (laughs) what I feel like this is. I feel like how many, how many hits can we take? Because Disney fans are the probably the most loyal fans there are because even with all this, we're still dying to get to the parks and still dying to, you know, just hand them, you know, hand them our wallets, me included. Even with that, even knowing that, Chapik, I feel is taking away a lot of the essential niceties that we're used to. Well, more importantly, it kind of goes back to what 
Tiffany was talking about and, and I was saying about customer service is the worst part about this kind of stuff is how does this start to trickle down for everything mm-hmm. else as simple as the service and the type of service they do? You can't tell me it doesn't affect the vibe and what people believe in with mm-hmm. their leaders. So the next thing you know, this isn't, it's not going to be like we love, mm-hmm. you know, I, I see it. I see it headed not in a good direction. Yeah, I read a really good post about the changes. And at the end, they closed the post by saying, you know, well, then don't go. Well, the sad part is, is I am like going less. I am going less than I, than I used to. And it's not just the reservation system. I, mean, I read a big thing too, Brad. I think that you're probably referencing. And that other thing they said is by not having people like us go, you're having a lot more people that only go and don't return in five years. You know, mm-hmm. that it's just not that recycling of people. And that's what it's killing too. Well, yeah. I, I feel like we were in trouble when they cut the entertainment. So that's, I mean, I think that's coming from Bob Chapek and I think that shows where what he cares about. And I I just think that's terrible. That's not what Disneyland represented. He's very intellectual property driven. Oh, yeah. You hope some of these things that they did are just because of COVID. And when things are normal, they'll go back to certain things. But there's so many other things that it's like, well, how do we know that they will? And like, and I, I think Dan said it earlier, it might, if it takes that much longer to, to go back to normal, they might be like, yeah, hey, well, you know, we've, we've made it this far. Let's, you know, we, maybe we don't need to bring it back. Maybe we don't need to spend that extra money on it. Yeah. My, my concern is, is that there's not anything they're doing that they haven't wanted to do for a while, you know? And that's my concern is that we're watching them do everything that is best for them and that they wanted to, and they just have an excuse. And I hope that's not true, but sometimes it feels like it. It does. Yeah. And again, listen, things can get better. Um, listen, I know this. I'm a sucker for Disney. I'm still going to go as much as I can, as often as I can. And, you know, it's like it's like the pretty girl that keeps breaking your heart and you just keep taking her back. That's me and Disney. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like Disney's the pretty girl that keeps breaking my heart. And I just keep saying, all right, baby. And I take her back. You know, I can't I can't help it. Like, Weird. No. <laughs> the other thing is, I think having this real conversation is important. And, you know, hopefully there's some listening going on as well. And I think how we feel matters, how other people feel. A lot of people aren't happy with these changes and are very vocal, even more vocal than we've been. Oh, I'm sure. Faith, trust, and pixie dust. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. That's an important place and us going all the time, like that we do. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It is hard to walk by the piano at Casey's. It's hard to walk by Casey's. Yeah. But see, that's one of the things I kind of, I just, I feel like they'll bring that back once things go back to normal. I just, I mean, maybe, and I could be wrong. But I feel like that's one of the things that like the bus system is is maybe it's gone. But I feel like that's something that yeah. that's something that hopefully they'll bring back. You know, they have to. Yeah. They would have to. The and ice cream parlor, you know, that's strange. We we should start a hashtag, bring bring Iger back. We really should start we should start that, cool. that, that trend. I, I'm sure he'd accommodate us. Listen, and <laughs> yeah. and, and rumor <laughs> exactly. has it, and rumor has it Bob Iger is a big fan, mostly for two reasons of the show, because of the dad jokes. He loves the dad jokes from what I heard. Rumor has it. And we have something in common, our disdain for Zac Efron. Oh, <laughs> so, makes sense. Makes sense. Hey, there you go. So, oh, with that, Dan, why don't you break the hearts some more for some Disney fans, especially the Californians? I have another. I have another in Disneyland news, which 
like it's not bad enough that we're still not open over there. I don't think a COVID parking lot's going to bring us out of the, the bummer over there. But the Disneyland Resort annual resort program will be coming to an end. With the uncertainty surrounding the ongoing pandemic, the annual pass program is getting put on pause or sunsetting, as they have said, until further notice. Disneyland APs will soon begin receiving appropriate refunds. A prorated refund will be issued for passport holders that are entitled to one. Uh, Disneyland Resorts President Ken Potrock wrote this in his letter addressing the AP change, and this is uh, straight out of there. Annual pass holders who held active passports as of March 14, 2020 will continue to receive applicable discounts based on their passport type on merchandise and food and beverages at select downtown Disney District and Buena Vista Street locations until new membership offerings are announced. As an added benefit, starting January 18th through February 25th, 2021, these pass holders will receive 30% discount on select merchandise at select locations, again, at Disney downtown Disney District and Buena Vista Street Monday through Thursday. Disney has said a new offering will become available in the future, though nothing has been revealed yet. And as far as we know, no promises of totally bringing back, you know, the annual pass. New offering. Yeah, which means to me, if you're going to announce that and say and not release what the new plan is, I kind of feel like they put that out there to see the reaction, which they know isn't going to be good, but to see the reaction and then say, okay, how bad is that reaction? will dictate what they want to do at that point. If it's really bad, they'll come as close as they can to annual passes. And if it's if it's tempered, they might say, okay, well, we don't need to do as much. I think they will do something because I mean that's they're gonna lose that's that's a tremendous amount of money. They're gonna I know I know it's they make more money if people go, you know, pay every time they go. But there's people that won't nearly go like it they're gonna go less. They're yeah, definitely gonna go less. It makes the locals go as often as people that would go from out of state all of a sudden. Yeah. Because if you're gonna pay yeah, you're like, screw that. I'm like, not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna go you know three, four, five times a week and I'm paying every single time. No. And listen, and Disney's one of those places that it takes a few days to do. You can't do everything in one day for the most part. Like not everything. I mean, you might go and you can have a day. I mean, I've done the mini trips and and you know, but you also gotta leave stuff out. You know, all right, well, I'm going for this one, so I know I can't do this, this, and this. But there's times where you go and you know you're gonna be able to do everything because you're gonna go for a long enough time. Yeah. With this year, it kind of limits that. And like I I just I, I feel bad for the Californians that are like, Well, how do I go then? And I mean, and again, they'll come up with something because there's the, the it's gonna be a huge loss if they don't. I don't have an annual pass. I'm not an annual pass holder. Brad and Tiffany, I know you're an annual pass holders. Joey, are you and Sam annual pass holders in, in Florida? Well, yeah, we were. And then they, right. they started they did away with it. But yeah. But so like picture being an annual pass holder and saying, okay, well, we're not going to do it anymore. So, you know, like however many months you have left of it is that's it. Yeah. You're a local. Like, I mean, and, and especially for Brad and Tiffany, because you guys are like literally right there. No, you're on the doorstep. Yeah. I can't what? imagine what it's like to be a Disneylander right now. Literally. If they took it's kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, if they took away our AP, I'll tell you right now, I'm done. Would that be it? That would be the, that yeah. would be the line? Yeah, yeah. Agreed. I think it would be too for me. It'd be hard. It would be, I feel like it would be such a slap in the face. Like, and I just finished saying, I'm willing to give you my money every day. Like, boom, 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 boom. But yeah. it comes a point to where it's, even if I had it, I couldn't, I just couldn't, it's not affordable. It's, not, yeah, it's only affordable it. for the elite at that point. Like, and, and, you know, yeah. you use that word and that's the word. What's that? That is what I'm concerned about. I was concerned about it a year and a half ago. Elite. That Disney is going to become an elite entertainment. And if that's what they're going for, everybody better put the brakes on right now because yeah. that is going to be tragic. It's for the world of children. I mean, right. come on. Yeah. I mean, listen, in a year or two, we might be we might be the universal lifestyle. And we might be we, we might be the universal underground. You know what I mean? 
um, it, it could be a whole different ball game in you. And, and, and again, hopefully not. I, I feel really bad for, I don't, I think it's a terrible thing to say right now with Disneyland. You can't even go there. And people were just kind of holding on to hope. Yeah. And now you're basically saying, yeah. oh, by the way, when we're back, you won't be. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Think, you know, it's not like we don't understand the problems that they're probably having with this and dealing with on mm-hmm. a daily basis with AP holders there right now. But it goes back to what we've been talking about almost the whole time here. It's everything that's hitting everybody. And this is just one more. And not only is it hit on all these AP holders, it starts to brain with mm-hmm. everybody about everything. And suddenly they're getting nervous. They're not looking at it the same way. Now an AP holder is like, wow, I'm not good enough. Like, you know, it's just, it just starts a trickle of everything. Yeah. And I just, when is it going to stop with all these announcements with having no any kind of plan after it. Yeah. Okay, great. You're going to look at it and there's going to be some in the future. That tells me nothing if I live in California and have that AP pass. Yeah. And, and it's a good point. Like, it's like, when, when is the bad news going to stop? Cause I feel like like today, what did we, we had like what six bad news stories today. Yeah. yeah. We usually have one or two because that's just, that's just, that's just life. We've literally had like six and not just, Oh, disappointing. Major. Like, Major yeah. Yeah. like yeah. no magical express. Oh, experience, experience changing. Yeah. Like, yeah. like experience changing every day. I'm scared to, I'm scared because Dan, every morning I'm like, <laughs> Oh no, what's the bad Disney news of the day? Like it's Cause every she day. gets so, I have to brace her for certain things. <laughs> those, l- listen, those country brands could be next, Dan. Oh, oh here we go. <laughs> we just got over that. No, listen. Dan's face, man. Let me tell you. Well, I did notice it's some good news. Last week, uh, the Rock and Roller Coaster was closed for five days, but when it reopened, yeah. they had a brightly printed banner up on the wall, a brand new All right. <laughs> Aerosmith banner. Aerosmith isn't getting anywhere. Thank yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah, it's coming up. So I was going to say with annual passes in Florida, though, that they are renewing annual passes on a case by case basis. See, that's yeah, scary because, but I'm not sure what I'm not sure what that really means. Yeah, because like, what's case by case? Because that it, my thing is, why weren't they all just get renewed? Like at that point, that's scary no. because oh, you made a hotel reservation. No, because uh, <laughs> I feel like the next during the reopening, then um, you can try and get your pass back. Oh uh, well, right now we can't even get um because we've been booking, you know, working on booking a trip later on. You can't get a dining plan. You can't get anything right now. How far yeah. in advance? Uh, I don't know. They didn't say. No, they don't how really. Far were you looking? Yeah. We're... Oh, just to March. For March, oh. and you can't get a dining reservation. Yeah. And also, oh yeah, no, we were also looking, we were looking for March and um, for summer and even summer, they're still like, yeah, there's nothing right now. So, and again, they're not going to know that far in advance, but right now they're just not offering anything. And it seems like they're keeping the annual pass system here in the, the sense that they're starting to let people purchase them on whatever basis. So, well, yeah, my understanding, at least for us, because we, we inquired about on it right now. Now I'm not saying they won't. And obviously the, the AP is still here. I know that it's just the people that are, still have it have it and then the ones that don't yeah they're not letting you renew yet i know it'll come i just don't know when and they're not letting not like like if i wanted to get i don't have an annual pass i can't go get yeah one, right no. Like now do we have any idea i mean who knows if they're even gonna let anybody anymore now who knows with everything i think they be, will that could be they next will. week's story for all i know i think there's hope there gene yeah, Hopefully, I would agree. Yeah. I would love an annual pass, and we'll be heartbroken. This is a case. And by would, case so present your case, and <laughs> there you go. 
Gene, you're going to have to shave and get in a suit. (laughs) Right? (laughs) One thing about the passes in Disneyland, do we think, does anyone else think that they're doing this to cut the crowds down because they've been, remember when they had to close a couple times because they were at capacity Mm -hmm. and everyone was so angry? And I mean, it's going to be mayhem when they open. I bet that's why they're doing it. But wouldn't they just do the reservation system like they do in Florida, though? Well, you would think so. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah because they the don't thing have is, four parks. I mean, true. they got one or two parks. Yeah, but you can still, still res- you can still reserve us. You know, reserve that too. Yeah, I'm just saying, there's so many less reservations. It'd be crazy. Yeah. Exactly. He's right. Yeah, exactly. That that does cut that down. And again, like we talked about this. Uh, I think we talked about it on the last podcast. You can't charge somebody on the premium tiers or any of the tiers really for the APs and have somebody not be able to get a reservation. So now you're going to be dealing with I want a refund or I need you know prorated. Or, I mean, you could you could go on and on with the issues. So I can see where they're waiting until you don't. So that's the thing. I'm guessing when you don't need to make a reservation anymore is when they will start. I'm I'm assuming they will start selling them again because. Mm-hmm. How else? It's not going to change. And so when they have no idea when that's going to be, I mean, Mm -hmm. I get why they need to make a move of some sort. I just think it's the way they went about it. Probably not the right way. Well, yeah, you're trying to you're going to get people mad because if yeah, you, of course. even if they said today, okay, we're going to be open January of 2022. We've gotten the news. This is when we're doing it. We're not going to have any APs. We're going to refund everybody for a year. And after that, then we'll open it up. You're still going to have everybody that had APs being ticked off yeah. because, oh, I don't matter. I supported you all these years. I mean, there's no win really there. Uh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I mean, that's like... There's some traditional things that I'm thinking of when Gene or when Dan just said that, like there's people who have been going to Disney since it opened. Some people every day. Yeah. 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 Traditions that people were doing that are just out the door that I don't know. It's just kind of sad. All right. Well, a lot to, to digest. Bittersweet news. Not horrendous news, but it's bittersweet. Kevin Rafferty, longtime Disney Imagineer, he has announced his plans to retire as of April 1st, 2021. Uh, He's been with Disney for nearly 43 years. He started out as a dishwasher in Disneyland, went on to become the creative executive, a creative executive as uh, at Disney Imagineering. Uh, He worked as a creative director for some of the guest favorites, such as Cars Land, Toy Story, Midway Mania, Test Track, Rock and Roller Coaster, Twilight Zone's Tower of Terror. He even wrote a book just recently called Magic Journey, My fantastical Walt Disney Imagineering career, uh, where he takes readers on a behind-the-scenes look at his storied career. And I actually just ordered that book today, and uh, I'll let you guys know what I think after I get it and read it. I love the Imagineers, man. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, I wish I would have known how to become an Imagineer when I was young enough to actually become an Imagineer and just become an Imagineer. Like, you get some of these guys that have been there for like, you know, 40, 50 years, 30 years, and it's like, just to be around that. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of pressure, but just to be part of like, look at like, Look at Kevin Rafferty, Test Track, Midway Mania, Rock and Roller Coaster, Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror. I mean, just like icons of, of the parks, you know, just amazing stuff. So um, bittersweet in the sense of no more we will have Kevin Rafferty as part of the Imagineering team. But, you know, God bless him. He's, he's moving on to uh, to retirement and, and uh, hopefully he enjoys his retirement, you know. We, we just are starting to get over and maybe still not even over losing Joe Rohde to retirement and now we're losing kevin rafferty a bummer for us but you know god bless him on his journey forward we got a little bit of good news can we bring it back to some good news yeah. <laughs> i guess please because this has been the most depressing episode of the disney underground of all time oh yeah we hit the 20s 20 we hit our 20s pretty rough yeah so 
Right, so in some good news, some people probably, I'm sure everyone already knows right by now, on last Saturday, January 16th, Gideon's Bakehouse had their full grand opening after their so- soft opening about a month and a- about a month ago. They finally did their, their full grand opening. Uh, so you should definitely take some time and check out some of the cakes and cookies. As a matter of fact, this week's trivia question is, what is Tiffany's favorite cookie from there? It's my favorite cookie from there. Um, it's the only cookie I've, I've had from there. But uh, I can't wait to get back and try the other cookies. Wow, you gave them so many hints. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's going to be like 100 winners. <laughs> well, there can only be one winner. There could be 100 entries, but there can only be one <laughs> winner. But um, so yeah, so just uh, guys, go check out Gideon's Bakehouse. Again, they just had their full official grand opening just last Saturday on January 16th. Um, if you haven't been there yet, I haven't been there yet myself. Brad and Tiffany have. Brad and Tiffany, go. A plus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not even the cookies, the experience, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, we went once and we had to make it back for the opening morning. We made it a point. We went in early for the opening before heading to the parks. I mean, just big, big fans. They need to sell T-shirts. Yeah, they do. I know they do have some merch. I I I don't know if they have them in the shop, but I know they have them online. You can get them online. So definitely. um, But also just the employees. They're amazing, too. Everyone. Every one of them. They're like. They're cast members. They are. Yeah. Get it. And shout out to Steve, the owner, um, built that thing up and he is just a cool, you know, phenomenal dude and uh, grateful to have him on the show back uh, last month. And uh, hopefully we'll have him on again real soon, but you know, check it out. It's uh, definitely worth, it's a long wait. They, they, they get that line, but it's the cookies are worth it. And just the experience is worth it. So uh, uh, I just want to mention it has a virtual queue. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that helps a little. It does. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. So you can leave and then come back. Um, the first night we went there, we actually went all the way to Celebration. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. All right. So, well, with that, that's this week's news. Again, a lot of stuff to digest. Some disappointing news. Some some decent news. Some good news. But it is the news. It is what it is. What's going on in Disney right now? So, unfortunately, I wish we, I wish we could have had some happier news stories. We got Sam back. Sam's joining us. Everyone, say hello to Sam. Hey. Sam's been it's been a, it's been since before Christmas that you've been on so it's nice to have I you back know. so it's been a while yeah she's um, just throwing me to the wolves yeah <laughs> right <laughs> you know I gotta be honest sometimes when Joey's on I'm like Sam who <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible I'm just I'm just joking that's not a good <laughs> dad <laughs> that's a mean dad joke yeah <laughs> Listen, right. she smells she smells way better than I do. So, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's gonna bring us to this week's interview. We uh you guys I'm sure everybody remembers we've had him on once before. Mike Crave, he's the GM of Splitsville Luxury Lanes, and he's also the GM of the brand new Everglades Donuts and Cold Brew in Disney Springs. So let's welcome Mike Crave to the show. How you doing, Mike? Great. How are you, Gene? We're doing excellent. We're so glad to have you back on the show again. You had us, you know, all our mouths watering when we talked about the, the food at, at Splitsville. Now we get to talk about this this new thing you guys got going on, this Everglazed, which looks like heaven on earth to me, man. I mean, it's it, it's just, I mean, I, I haven't had a chance to try it yet, but I, I just seen the photos of what you guys have going on. Amazing stuff, man. Yeah, thanks a lot. I think, yeah, Everglazed is our first ever concept uh, with donuts and cold brew. So there was a lot of things to figure out in the beginning, but like I was telling some folks uh, the other day, the guests that came in, I said, we're a, we're a bunch of restaurant guys doing donuts and coffee for the first time. So we just wanted to make sure we brought everything we had to the table and we didn't worry about what most folks worry about, whether it would have been a cost or how, how much it costs to do it or how long it takes. 
steaks, we wanted to just put up a really great looking, great tasting uh, donut. And I think we've had that. And I know you haven't had it yet, Gene, but we're going to have to send some up to you. Well, I will be down there soon. So I will be, I'll be knocking on the okay. door just before opening uh, to pretty much every morning that I'm there. So I will be there soon and I will definitely be. Uh... And let me say something too. Like I'm one of those people with Fruity Pebbles to me. I mean, you could take a can of sardines, leave it out in the sun for four hours, sprinkle Fruity Pebbles on it, and I'm going to eat it. I mean, so to see what you guys are doing with it in a donut form, I mean, that's the one that, that stands out to me the most is that Fruity Pebble donut. Like, I just want to, like, just rip through the, the photos of it and just take, you know, and take a bite. It looks... Yeah, that, it's I mean, uh, it's pretty cool. So so the one thing you're noticing about our donuts is probably the size of them. They're huge. Um, we wanted to make sure... Yeah, we wanted to go big. And so your average size donut might be three to three and a half inches wide. Uh, our donuts are four and a half plus. Um, so our donuts are really huge already. And then we decided, let's build it vertically. I have... I've never seen this many people eat a donut with a fork and knife in my life. Um, <laughs> they're that big and that over the top. Wait until you see some of our favorites are uh, maple double bacon. We actually candy the bacon in-house and take that donut, being from the Northeast like you are, take that donut, dip it into a maple icing, and then we cover it with this candied bacon. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, I'm um, glad you brought that one up because that's actually, that was the second one that I'm like just dying to try is, that, is, the, is the maple double bacon. It just, the photo on it, it just looks so decadent and it's got the sweet and the savory and it's it, it looks amazing yeah yeah it really is i mean all of our donuts are just our funky bunch so we we kind of classify them into two areas we we have our classic which we have eight donuts in there with a couple cake donuts and then we do our funky bunch um and our funky bunch is just over the top donuts that are just a meal in itself for sure you can bring some home with you and you know who who doesn't who doesn't like to be brought a fresh donut in the morning and that's what we do we actually i know you haven't been down here but we actually have a showcase of us making the donuts so we we actually decorate the donuts in front of you we've had so many folks uh watching us do that and then you can actually see the donut come out of the fryer get decorated and then go right to the front so we we've had a line every single day since we opened last wednesday and people are just in awe about that they can get that same donut that they were watching being made you know five minutes later when it goes on the rack so that's been a pretty cool part of, of what we what we're doing down here yeah i don't i don't see the long lines going anywhere i think you guys can have long lines for for a very long time so you guys have such a great looking product again i haven't tasted it yet but i mean i know you guys are 110 percent into doing great work so i mean even even the, the traditional glazed donut. I, I know you guys have perfected something that's already a simple perfection of the glazed donut. I'm sure is an amazing glazed donut down there. So uh, I, I can't wait. The glazed donut, we... We just literally wanted to bring the best quality thing to the table. So, I mean, it goes from our shortening to our mix to us not keeping donut overnight or, you know, all of our donuts aren't lasting more than three or four hours anyway, to be mm. quite frank with you. But yeah, wait, I just can't wait for you to come down and check out the size of these things and the flavor profile. I mean, we just tried to make the best glazed donut we could. And that's the fact. That's a fact. That's all we tried to do. And I'm sure it is. And, and I was about to say is I... Donuts are just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, I think I think I don't think a lot of people realize how much more you guys have going on there than than just donuts. I mean, and the donuts, believe me, that's if you just did donuts, you guys would be fine. But you have all these other things too that I don't even think people even have begun to realize is the chicken sandwiches, uh, the the um, the funky chicken. To me, looks like I could eat one every day of the week. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, I've, yeah. I've I've talked to people that have had the funky chicken and they have not, nothing but raved about it. I have people tell me it's the best chicken sandwich in all of Disney. And um, so that's, yeah. you know, you guys got these sandwiches. It doesn't stop at donuts. There's more than that. There's the sandwiches. There's the, the cold brews. 
that looks so cool. The, the, the peanut butter cold brew that you guys have, and I'm, I'm blanking on the name of it. That even looks amazing. And then the, even the spike coffees for the adults that come to the, into the donut shop. I mean, you guys have a nice, well-rounded, you know, it's like the, it's like a new generation of donut shop, really. Yeah. And I think that's what we were trying to do. Like I said, we're, we're a restaurant guy. So we wanted to say, listen, yes, we have great donuts, but I think our sleeper category is our Sammy category. And, you know, we have an awesome burger and the funky chicken has just taken off on the social media. Yeah. Um, we're getting compared uh, man, you guys, are, you guys are the best chicken sandwich in Disney Springs. You know, Popeye's Chick Fil A got nothing on you guys. So I, I didn't know the funky chicken was going to do it, but it's it's a sandwich with ranch slaw, barbecue, spicy mayo, and some B and B pickles. But it's our sweet roll, and then you can also bump it up and get it on a glazed donut. So we give you some options there in that sandwich <laughs> category, and I think it's our sleeper category. Like you said, donuts and cold brews in our name, and we're selling a lot of those. And sandwiches are now just starting to, to pick up, and and the social media is taking off, and people. Are loving them. So, so you can get the funky chicken on a if you want on you can get that on a glazed donut that I didn't realize you can get yeah any of our sandwiches you can get on a glazed donut I'm gonna have to get one donut. of each I'm gonna have to get one of each yeah. so yeah we're gonna have to load you up and you're done yeah if there's one thing that that anyone listening knowing knows about me with with Disney is I'm a huge Disney foodie and so this is one of those places where I can see being a a daily pit stop for me when I hit the springs between the sandwiches I mean you got breakfast lunch and dinner all all in one stop you know I could just keep coming back three times a day really yeah yeah we wanted to do that and so another thing I thought was uh was was really cool is uh, is like just the layout and the decor and the theming I, I you know it's it got such a unique kind of vibe to it you even have the donut garden. Who is the inspiration by, behind a lot of the um, theming and the, and the decor? We ha- we just have a great team that we put together, and everybody really stays in their lane of what they're good at. So one of our owners, Guy, and one of our folks over in the corporate office, Allison, they just have a great vision of what is going to be cool and what is going to be hip. And I think they deliver. And who do I mean, a donut garden? I mean, we've all heard of beer gardens, but, and this donut garden is so cool. I mean, people are sitting there all day, all night, hanging out. It's a really cool little looking area. I'm sure you can reference social media for it, Um, but we're super pumped about how it came out, how it looked. And not only that, you know, I was telling all the staff the other day, because we're in that store opening. And I just said, this isn't just a donut shop. This is bigger than that. I've never seen so many responses from guests where we are in our our country and all that other stuff, the crazy pandemic that's going on. Folks are coming up to us and thanking us. And they're like, listen, listen. The last 15 minutes of that donut or that sandwich was just awesome. It took my mind off everything. So I really tried to say that to our staff, like, hey, this isn't just a job, even though jobs right now are pretty hard to come by. You know, this is more to that to people. And we're seeing that donuts do make people happy. And and we're just so pumped to be a part of it. And uh, I think everything came together for this concept. And I can't wait for you to try it. I hear what you're saying with donuts, but it's more than donuts. You guys have like it's a whole experience from what it looks like at that sure. place. Like I said, like it's just so aesthetically pleasing. When you look at the photos of of the whole layout, it's just it just looks like just a cool place to just hang and enjoy a meal, you know, and just, and, and grab a yeah. dish. Uh, so it's even more than yeah. the donuts. I think what you guys are, were building there really should be noted. That, you know, I think like like I said, the decor to me is just kind of different, unique. It's kind of just cool in itself. The donut garden is just a cool concept. So I think a lot of that stuff plays into it, where it's even beyond just how great these donuts are. You know, yeah. 
and the sandwiches are. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, we can hit up on your spiked coffees. Um, we, we have uh, five spiked coffees that you can get anytime from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. when we're open. And then we decided, listen, we got the spiked coffees for the adults. Let's do something for the kids. So we did recreated a section called the Milky Way. And what I mean, who doesn't remember, even if you're an adult, remember sitting down and watching TV back in the day and you can't wait to get to the bottom of that fruity pebble milk mm-hmm. or the bottom of that cinnamon toast crunch milk of your cereal. Mm-hmm. So we actually came up and we were doing fruity pebble milk cinnamon toast crunch milk chocolate and strawberry right now and we're going to be adding flavors of that category and it's so cool to see little kids and then you think oh man these are for the kids and then mom and dad get a milk too and walk out with their donuts so it's you you can hit the nail on the head we, we have something for everybody all day long and all night long yeah, no, it's it's really just a remarkable experience altogether. And you know, and you and you brought it up before. So, I, and I just I wanted to also say it as well. And I don't want to go without notice. Is you know, right now we're in such a a tough time, and, and I can't only imagine how hard it is to to open a new business during a pandemic. I mean, it's not the ideal situation when you're trying to open up a new venue. You know, it's like having one arm one arm tied behind your back. So I know how right. tough it's got to be with all the r- rules and regulations that that we have to follow nowadays. So it's got to be tough. But God bless you guys for two things. One for helping people. People feel like they're getting back to some kind of normalcy, giving something uh, that people can look forward to, something new. And number two, and maybe even bigger than all that, you guys are creating some new jobs where it's jobs would be a little bit more scarce right now for people. You guys are opening a new place that are that are that are bringing jobs to, to Central Florida, and I think that can't be overlooked at all. That's that's maybe one of the biggest things that you guys have done. So that's huge. I appreciate that, and I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more. We. Uh... You know, opening, we, this is actually our second restaurant opening during the pandemic. We also did uh, a new concept of ours over in Tampa, but you know, it's just not happening. People aren't opening new businesses during this time. And we decided you got to stay forward on your skis. You have to stay forward. So we want to just keep moving forward and create jobs for central Florida and open and just plow through this, just like we all should. And we are doing as a country. So I just think, uh, I couldn't agree with you more. It's, it's really touching and emotional when you really dive down to it, how many folks came out for these interviews and how many folks were able to give jobs to. So it is pretty cool. It's awesome to be a part of it. And, um, hopefully we continue to move forward and continue to hire more folks. That, that would be great. Is, is there any plans to maybe open up maybe like, like some stands, like in some of the parks, do you guys know? Is that anything in the future? Maybe is there a chance that we might get sure. replaced in certain parks anywhere? That would be the ultimate. Yeah, we want to be whatever we can for Disney, and, and they've been awesome partners with us. So we are willing to take this concept wherever. Uh, right now, we're we're a weekend. We're figuring out how to make donuts, man. It's a, it's so much fun <laughs> to be a part of it, and I think the future of this concept is going to be really, really great. And I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I really, I really do feel like this is only the beginning. I feel like. I mean, yeah. I, I'm kind of hoping that you guys put one in New York, <laughs> but I guess that's not <laughs> that, that's I guess let's let's crawl before we can walk type of thing. I get it. You only been open a week. Yeah, but, um, I just, you know, I see something so, so awesome and I just want to devour it. So like, you know, it, for me, it's it's uh, I want to I want to see you guys all over the place because, again, I even I have not even had one, but I know the type of work that you guys put in with all your other products. So I can only imagine how amazing because I mean, the pictures, I'm sure don't even do it justice. And the pictures look yeah. like 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 you know heaven so i can only imagine what it would actually feel like to, to just bite into one of these donuts to bite into one of these sandwiches you know when i come down there i'm going to be definitely getting myself a couple a bunch of these donuts and some chicken sandwiches and i'll probably act like i'm 
buying them for people to bring back to my hotel room, but they're probably all going to be for me because I, yeah, they're I, gonna be awesome. I love to eat. So, <laughs> but, um, you know, and Perfect. so for anyone who hasn't been in the Springs yet, any travelers that haven't gotten there yet to, and, and gotten to enjoy an Everglades donut or, or sandwich, where, uh, where can they find you in the Springs? Uh, we're on the West side of Disney Springs. Uh, if you park in the orange garage and you come out of that orange garage, you'll see Everglades to the right and Swissville to the left. So we actually kind of tied the two together. I think we really made the West side of the garage that, that that entrance and exit really cool now. We're doing a big renovation in Splitsville. We're doing an indoor-outdoor bar. So when you come out of that orange garage on the west side, you're going to see Everglades, the Donut Garden. Then you're going to see Splitsville with their the new renovated indoor-outdoor bar. It's just going to be awesome. But that's where we're located. Come down and see us. We're, we're right behind the AMC and in between Splitsville and AMC. It's perfect. You go you go play, you you bowl a couple of frames over at uh, Splitsville, then you head over to yep. to Everglades for uh, for a little right. dessert, a little donut, and uh, maybe a spiked coffee if, if it was a rough uh, game. Of bowling, and, uh, <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> you know, I um, I tell you, Disney Springs has made so many changes over the years. Back to even when it was downtown Disney, we always loved Disney Springs. But to imagine it's gotten even bigger and better from what it even was a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, it's really just been an amazing transformation. And and um, you guys are a big part of that. You know, between Splitsville and and Homecoming and 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 with with Everglades, Everglades. you guys are really just putting your stamp on on Disney Springs, and it's really just been uh, remarkable. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. So before I let you go, people yeah. that haven't been there yet, I i mean, I already know what I'm going to try, but for people that you know maybe don't know, give me your number one donut recommendation, your number one sandwich recommendation, and your number one cold brew recommendation. All right. So this is you're going to have to categorize that Mike's favorites then. Mike's favorites. There so we go. If- yeah, Mike's favorites because there's so many folks out there that are going to love all these donuts. But my favorite is the peanut butter explosion because I'm a big Reese's Buttercup guy. And we take a whole Reese's that that's going to a whole package of Reese's is on this donut. I want wow. you to think about that for a second. Mm. So that's my number one favorite donut. If I'm going to if I'm going to snag one to sneak in the back, that's the one I'm grabbing sandwiches we have we have some awesome breakfast sandwiches but i i have to say i've been eating the funky chicken the most <laughs> just like everybody else so I, i'll have to stick with the funky chicken on the sandwich category which we went over and then cold brew and here's here's where it lines up from for my crave the reese's nitro is one of our donut shop favorites and it's a nitro cold brew with peanut butter and vanilla syrups we drizzle chocolate and crushed Reese's peanut butter cups, and it actually wow. has cold brew in it. And then we top it, and we top it with my favorite donut, the peanut butter explosion. So you're walking out with a 24-ounce Reese's nitro cold brew with your four-and-a-half-inch donut loaded, piled high with Reese's butter cups. It's a meal in itself, Gene. Oh, it's a meal in itself. That's, That's my favorite. You know, and, and let me actually do a quick honorable mention, really, before we get out of here. Give me a spike coffee. Yeah. You had a long day at the parks. The kids are driving you nuts. You're going to stop over in Disney Springs before you head back to the to the resort. What spike coffee am I going to get to, to ease the tension from that day at the park with these crazy kids? My favorite is the spiced cinnamon toast. I mean, it's just, it's almost a blend of everything that you want from the donut to the cinnamon toast crunch milk to the cold brew. We kind of took all three of those things and combined them, but it's cold brew, Irish cream, coffee, some cinnamon cordials, caramel syrup, and whipped cream. I mean, that's, that's going to make you happy no matter where you are. That sounds amazing. It sounds, I cannot wait to get down there. I'll be down there soon and uh, we will be enjoying some, some bowling and some donuts at Everglazed. So um, again, we, we want to thank you for joining us again. We always love having you on. You, you, you get us just get us crazed to hit the springs with all these these places <laughs> that you work with. 
Um, so we just want to say thank you for giving us a few minutes. And, and I know it's a busy, busy time for you right now, just with the grand opening back on the 6th. So we just want to say thank you so much for giving us a few minutes, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks a lot, Gene. I appreciate you. Make uh, sure you look me up when you come back. I, I will definitely be looking you up. You'll definitely hear from me soon. We'll set something up, all right? Okay, buddy. Thank you Take so much for joining us. You too. Thank you. All right, so that's going to bring us to this week's Disney TV and Movie Minute. Uh, I think Sam and Joey's got that for us this week. What's uh, coming up on Disney Plus this week, guys? All right, so coming to Disney Plus this Friday, January 22nd, will be the next episode of WandaVision, where Wanda and Vision are two superpowers or superheroes that are living in the suburbs, and they begin to suspect that not everything is as it seems. So still excited um, for this series as it continues, because this has been, um, you know, obviously aside from the uh, Mandalorian, this has been the next big one that I really uh, wanted to follow. So, and I know, same thing, uh, Brad and Tiffany, I know the rest of you guys too. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, we got Wild Uganda. Uh, it's going to be a this is a celebration of the survival and restoration of Uganda's wildlife and national parks after civil war and poaching endangered many of the country's most iconic animals. Sam, what do we got coming on? Disney All right. Plus? So we really? have Pixar Popcorn, a collection of <laughs> mini short that star your favorite Pixar's Pixar's characters. That's pretty interesting. Cool. Yeah, I like that idea. I like the uh, I like the mini shorts. They're really good. The the one where they do the, the Pixar in real life. Have you guys watched that series where they got the on Disney Plus? The giant Wally. The giant oh, yeah, Wally. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's awesome to see. It's it's just the best part about that is I mean it's pretty neat that what they do, but the best part is seeing everybody's, seeing everybody's reactions. Yeah, it's just it's just awesome. Cool. Yeah. And then the last one is Beyond the Clouds. The finishing touches. Justin brings in composer Brian Tyler to score the film. Brian looks to Zach for inspiration as he creates a theme that he feels Zach himself would have written. And anybody has not seen Clouds, you got to see that. Yeah. I would imagine you'd really want to see that before you would even see the the uh, yeah. this whole thing here because you're going to see yeah, but it's a great movie. It, you know, we, we spoke about that last week and I, I had yeah. planned last weekend to see it and then things came up. I had to have a chance. I want to be able to kind of give it like a nice afternoon where I can see the original the one that the the episode that came up last week and then this one as well. So I feel like I need like a nice chunk of time just to kind of see it all together. Mm-hmm. One yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited to see it. I've been wanting to see it. I just, just time has been a little bit of an issue. So that's actually, right. that's going to do it for this, uh, this week's Disney TV uh, and movie minute. That's actually going to bring us now to our Disney dollar game. And uh, this week on our Disney dollar game, we have Hadley Bard joining us. How you doing Hadley? Good. Thanks. We're glad to have you on uh, on this edition of the Disney Dollar Game. You're actually a previous winner of the um, of the giveaways we had earlier in the in the series, in the, like I think one of the first one of the first episodes. So congratulations yeah. on that, and we're happy to have you back for this. So the rule, quick on the rules, uh, it's ten questions. You get the first question right, you move on to question two. You get the second question right, you can move on to question three. All the way to question ten. If you get question ten correctly, you get a twenty five dollar Disney gift card. If you get an incorrect answer, game over. If you don't answer before the buzzer, game over. Questions or the timer starts at the end of me reading the question. Okay? Okay. Think you got it? You feel confident? Yeah, kind of. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yep. Okay, first question. Who is Donald Duck's girlfriend? Daisy Duck. All right. Question number two. What color are Mickey Mouse's shoes? Black. Oh. No. Yellow. Okay. <laughs> Yellow. Oh man. That's one of those I, like, ones. I like have a certain color scheme. <laughs> you think yeah, you think red the red, black, and yellow. It's one of those, and then oh I'm sorry. Yeah. Well <laughs> that was so easy. <laughs> <laughs> Brain cramps that happens. No, it happens, believe me. Yeah. You gotta rush it, yeah. rush it out before 10 seconds, and you just, you know, but 
Well, we thank you for playing. We thank you for being part of the yeah. game show. Uh, remember, there's always thank other you. ways to win on the on the podcast. You got the $150 mm-hmm. giveaway, all the sponsorships, which you know you won one of the sponsorship prizes. So. Yeah. So you know you're you're a living proof. There's ways to win on this. On you know, just today wasn't your day. So yep. <laughs> you do recasting for the next segment of game show contestants. We'll definitely keep you in mind, and we'll we'll reach out to you. Let you know. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Bye. Okay, so that's going to bring us to this week's Disney Topic Talk. And uh, we're going to discuss our top three things that we need every time we go to the parks. Something, a little info, a little tip for anyone that's going. Something that you might not even think that you might need to bring to remember to bring with you that you're going to want when you're there. And uh, so let's pass it around the room. Let's go to uh, Joey and Sam. Joey and Sam. (laughs) We'll we'll let Sammy go first since, you know, she's... Yeah, so my three things that I would pick is definitely the portable charger. We're constantly taking pictures and videos, so my phone is always the first one to die. The second thing I would pick, of course, my Mickey ears. (laughs) Of course. course. That's free advertisement. (laughs) And Which, by the way, are the best ears on the planet, and I'm sure... Stephanie and Tiffany, Brad and Dan can attest to. And then the third one was pretty hard, but I am going to say chapstick. I was going to say, don't go for the water. No, no, no. The chapstick. She's just going to use your water, Joey. That's all. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She doesn't need to remember water because she's got yours. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, the portable charger is, you know... um, I think it's one That's of the most personal. Yeah, it's an essential. Yeah. You no, know? it's especially and, especially you know. when you're recording and you're taking pictures, and then at the, at the end of the day, your phone is is. Yeah, especially if you're not bringing a DSLR type of camera, and you're just using your phone as a camera, which most people do now. Yeah. It's just easier to carry it around and stuff. And the quality so, on these on these phones nowadays, it's pretty much yeah not far off. So. Yeah, you can get away with it. So yeah, for stuff so, like that. So so Joey, what about you? Besides Sam's water that you're holding. That you're <laughs> And he holds my snacks too. Oh, you got your snacks. Uh, yeah. You know, really, it's one of my- Sam's top three things that she should have brought, she should have just said Joey. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Here, carry this, hold this, <laughs> pick up this. Yeah. What do you call it? I think for for me, it's going to be my backpack is important because obviously I, I always got to carry something. And I usually get, I have one of those, Um, it's the single, uh, single strap backpacks. I don't, because I usually, I'm a one strapper. So I don't <laughs> like the, the two strap thing. So I got the single strap. So you just put it over and I don't have to hold it. It stays there. It's great. Not to mention, it doesn't have to be big because we're not carrying diaper bags and stuff. We're not doing any of that stuff anymore. So, yeah. you know, it makes it a lot easier. And then, yes, uh, you know, obviously the, um, the, you know, the battery charger, as Sam mentioned, but I have a um, something that is important to me when I bring is my my Osmo Pocket, which is like, basically, it's a miniature GoPro type of camera. It's got a mini gimbal on it. And it's tiny and it goes in your pocket. That's huge because that's great. I usually can just bring that out, especially when we do character meet and greets or anything like that. It's like instantaneous. And then I can literally uh, slide it back in my pocket when we're not using it. Mm. So that's the kind of document everything. What's cool is, you know, I usually leave a cord hanging out of the, uh, and that the battery lasts a couple hours on that, but I usually leave a cord hanging out the side. So I can just, even with my backpack on, I just plug it in and you can just continue have, you know, the have continuous charge while you're using it. That, and um, if you ever forget this, especially on a sunny day, I got to have my sunglasses. That's one of those things that, man, you got to, I got to have sunglasses. I will literally leave a park. I remember I went to, what was the water park we went to? It was Typhoon. Typhoon and the wave pool like shot my, <laughs> my Oakley's right off my head and um, didn't see them for the rest of the day. So we immediately, I got a hat to kind of help that out, but I still had to, we had to go to a store as soon as we left one of the parks. I had to go to an Oakley store to get 
sunglasses. That's just an essential, man. Yeah. So, you know, so those, I mean, those are my things. Obviously there's a lot of others, but those are ones that I'm always making sure that I, uh, you know, that I bring. Cool. Yeah. All right, Brad and Tiff, what about you guys? What's, what's some of your park essentials? When you go, you got to have, otherwise it could ruin your whole day. Oh, mine are going to be different. I'm pretty sure than everybody, because I know there's similarities, but I'm doing some weird stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I bring, and I don't know if you can get this anywhere, so it's a terrible thing to mention, but it's mask spray. I got it at this apothecary shop downtown. I don't know, okay. Stephanie, you're nodding. Do they have mask spray around you? Oh, yeah. yeah that's it. good. Yeah. yeah. So if you're at the park all day and bring extra masks, but also um, just spritzing your mask with the spray and letting it kind of air out, they have... Um, like an orange scent and there's lavender. Like it's just so nice. So is it to disinfect or is it so you're not breathing in the food that you just ate all day? <laughs> what, what is a, what, I'll be serious. I'm not even being funny. Yeah, it's yeah it does disinfect. And okay. Cause so I can spray it before I use the mask. So mm-hmm. it just already smells nice and I don't have to smell other things sometimes. <laughs> I was gonna say, I can only imagine eating a turkey leg and then having to wear the mask on. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, with a glass of warm milk. That's a rough day. That escargot, escargot that they had in France during food and wine. That's all like, yeah, that's all you can smell in your mask. It's like, I got to get rid of this thing. It smells awful. So that's a little bit hard. (laughs) What what, what else? So that's, that's a special pandemic. uh, What to bring? Yeah. And then this is really, this is not related to the pandemic for me because I was doing this way before everybody else was, but I always have had hand sanitizer (laughs) spray in my bag and was spraying my family down. It's funny. I actually spray my family with hand sanitizer much less than I used to before. Yeah. I mean, we, we, I mean, when there was tons of people in the parks and tourist seasons and international, we were always careful. I was always making everyone wash their hands and I was always spraying. I, I used to buy the spray and I would spray everybody's hands. And sometimes people online, actually, I'm not kidding, actually would be like, here, spray my hands. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, it happened more than once. Does it smell really good? I when we were know. close together. Right now I have a hand sanitizer that I got at Disney at Epcot that doesn't have alcohol in it. It has witch hazel instead. So okay. it's doesn't dry your hands out so oh, that's, good. that's a cool company they got over there for the festivals but the third thing that i didn't think well maybe you guys would have um i bring gum like gum or anything that has peppermint in it mm-hmm. and not okay. just for fresh breath or whatever I actually chew gum if we're gonna go on a ride that i think might make me motion sick oh. and, you, and you can't get gum in the parks they don't let they don't sell it anywhere in disney so yeah, no. all those things you got to bring from outside of disney it's like contraband in disney i'll oh, do yeah. breath mints for the same purpose either one gum works better to cl- clear your teeth out though yeah so i too have a significant like relationship with my backpack i just I love my backpack. I pride myself on it and just keeping it a certain way. And uh, in there, I mean, I pack water pretty hard. I put two in each side and two in the middle. And I'm not afraid of that. And I'm very popular. And I still have to refill them at um, drinking fountains. So sometimes six. Yeah. I brought six. That's what I said. Two on either side. And two meaning two on either side, on the right side oh, right. and the left side. Two two in the yeah. Yeah. I mean, really. But, um, you know, before I 
moved to Florida. I resented umbrellas. I used to like say, what do you bring in that for? What do we have that for? Why would we buy an umbrella? Things yeah. like that. Now I got three to four in my bag every trip, rain or shine. Like even if it's not in the forecast, we live in Florida and I have umbrellas because yeah, you never know. Yeah. And even though it can feel bad to have an umbrella when others do not, there's something pretty exceptional about having one. So, um, yeah. and then, you know, my last one is an accessory. I never go to the park without my Oswald like plush stuff. He's, uh, he's attached to my bag and okay. he hangs from the bag with me and he has gone on every journey that we have gone through, through Disney parks. Like a, like a tradition kind of a thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I never take it off the back. He's got like those, you know, those wristbands that clap around your wrist? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got his arms. So I've wrapped him through one of the loops in my backpack and he hangs there and comes along with us everywhere. And I just, I couldn't leave without him. He's like your R2-D2 unit. Yeah. You know, I used to take him off at Universal, but then I realized, you know, that's taking him back home to where he was prisoner for so many years in that. <laughs> No owner. <laughs> I love that. I yeah. love that. So I take him there yeah. now. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What about you guys? What uh, what's what's some of your park essentials? He's he's probably though saying, "Can I go in the backpack? And what's with all the water?" How <laughs> <laughs> about an umbrella for me? How do I rate? I'm out here, man, and your water <laughs> is like it's hot. <laughs> well, Dan and I rent a locker every day because. I change my clothes a lot. (laughs) We have a lot we pack into that locker. I've got hats, I mean, and top hats, canes, leather gloves. We've got accessories. Your Dapper Dan uniform? What? Your Dapper Dan uniform? I have to have my Dapper Dan. You never know when they're going to call me in to stand in for one of them. You got to be ready. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it's not just for outfits. It's just... It's nice to not have to lug everything all the time. You know, I don't need all my stuff all the time and I know I'm not going to. Yeah. And the weather, if it gets cold, you got a sweatshirt, you know, it's not just for outfits, but it's for temperature changes. It's, you get hot, you get cold. Yeah. <laughs> and a change of clothes is nice, especially if it's hot, I would think just to throw oh, yeah. a t-shirt would be really nice. So the clothing is my number one. Aside from like makeup and your phone and, you know, your, all that. My number two is copies of gift cards. Your Disney gift cards, especially for those that don't live in Florida, are Disney gift cards and like Starbucks gift cards because I've seen it. The internet goes down. You can't, you know, you're you're going to buy something or you're at Starbucks. You can't log in. The Wi-Fi, we all know, is kind of sketchy. It's just nice to have a physical copy of your gift card, especially if you're really going to use it Uh and not put everything and not rely solely on that magic band. So that's my number two thing that I always have to have. And then number three is snacks and food. We bring a lot. I know people like love Disney food and and I do too, but I kind of don't want to eat cookies all day and... (laughs) Somebody I want to save money. I, I want to save the money. I want to go to yeah. Disney again. So I would rather save that money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, another good one to well, add on to your, your snacks is little condiment packets. Because mm-hmm. I don't Great always idea. want to deal with, like, let's say you go into Casey's. I don't want to deal with trying to oh, get yeah, the- there for like ketchup or like mayo mm-hmm. on stuff. A lot of times they don't even have mayo. So I just like to have a few of those mm-hmm. with in case. That's a great idea. I never thought about that. That's a great idea. 
I didn't see that about that. You're right. Or you have get you ever had doesn't have enough on it or something like that. You know? Or even if you get like a pretzel from the snack stand and like, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like this, you know. That's one of your favorite snacks. Mm-hmm. Love the soft pretzel. Yeah. I never thought about that. But bringing Now, here's that. the thing, though. If you got if you got the condiments with you, have you ever had one go off in your bag, get squished? and No. No. no? They're usually. Okay. Well, here's. I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay. Damn. Is that all yours? Yeah. Well, one of my top ones is Ziploc bags. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I store like. Let's say a battery charger and the cords and stuff in that. Yeah. Condiments and the other one. And you're right. You know, sometimes you get a cookie and you don't want to finish it. It's kind of nice to throw it in those bags Mm -hmm. for later, you know. Mm -hmm. But I just Mm -hmm. find myself using them for all kinds of crap and to separate it to find things easier, you know. Mm having the condensation off the water in the backpack and not everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. with no Splash Mountain Ziploc baggies to be found pretty soon. I have a lot of them. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they do. They come in handy. We use them all the time for stuff there. And if you buy like a little something and you just don't want it to get wrecked, it's extra cushion. Bandana. Multiple, mm. multiple uh, uses. Okay. A lot of times I'll, I'll do it as an inside headband for hats so the sweat is not wrecking my hats and mm-hmm. to not have the sweat just dripping but yet yeah. have it be somewhat subtle all right so um i know with me there's uh, a few things i mean kind of some of the some some of the same stuff that you guys mentioned uh the portable chargers a must brad and tiffany are also dvc so i know that at times you know there's like certain areas we can go we can charge at, in epcot at that one spot but even still when you're not up there and who wants to just take a whole you know how long do you go up there to charge your phone it's like you take an hour out of the parks to go charge your phone so those portable chargers are just so so imperative for multiple reasons not even just taking photos but you know if you go with a group of people you know you get get lost and, and you get misplaced and it's just as simple as making a phone call and you know when these parks get crowded you're with enough people you're gonna lose somebody so it just makes sense to have a phone and and and, and have it be charged because it will go my other one is sunscreen I always, I, I never always think to bring it. And my wife is always the one that reminds me that I need to bring it. But like, that's something that we bring every time is, is the sunscreen. Um, I don't like to um, wear hats in the park because I am, and my head always gets, if I don't bring it, my head will get sunburned. Um, just because it's like, you know, if you go on a ride, you got to take it off. And then I don't want to scrunch my hat. And, like by having to sit on it or put it in the thing. And, you know, like I want to keep it looking like a hat. So if I don't wear it, one day, my the top of my head will hurt the rest of the day because my hair is short and and um I'll, I'll burn myself. So there's always sunscreen is always a must. And then the other one that I always bring is, as you guys said, water. But what I do is I bring one of those water bottles, the Brita water filter water bottles. It's like a 26 ounce water bottle, and then I could fill it up at any at any place really in, in the area. Because I used to bring the water, just individual water bottles, but you know, you go through like you know, like like Brad said, you you, you bring six and you always come back and there's no more water, which means you probably could have used even more water, especially if you're there all day. And you know, water in these parks, it's like you know, you're talking about five dollars a bottle, which let's face it, it's a twenty ounce bottle. That's like three chugs and it's done. So um, I, I came up with the idea of bringing these the uh, the, the twenty six ounce Brita filtered water bottles, uh, and I can just keep refilling it and keep refilling it and keep refilling it, and you know, and it's, it's kind of how I uh, you save so much money doing it. Mm-hmm. To me, it was a no yeah. brainer. Um, the water doesn't taste completely great. Orlando's finest water. Oh. Yeah, I you know tap is at least by me tap's not great but it's also not it's i feel like the tap in in, in orlando almost has like a um at least in orlando has like a almost like a basementy musty kind of taste to it it's interesting that you say that because i i agree i feel like the water in florida tastes like small world smells yeah yeah maybe it's the same water that's why <laughs> yeah i don't really have a problem with that for some reason like 
I came whenever I was a kid and I got obsessed with Florida water and the fountain of youth and the smell of it and everything. Mm-hmm. So when I drink it, it, go, it takes me right back to my childhood of coming to Florida. Sometimes I love it. You, you know what? There's the nostalgia thing. Like there's even, you see some of these, like some of these candle companies, they sell candles that have the indoor water sm- ride smells. Yeah. And there's a nostalgia factor to it. But drinking it is a <laughs> it's a different story. It's all well, yeah. And and to be honest with you, it's it's not even the flavor. It's well, what am I putting in my body right now besides the water? Like I need water, but what else is in that's flowing through these pipes besides the H two and the O? And you know, and and an honorable mention. I thought one of us was going to mention it, so I didn't mention it. But it's always a must bring, and it's weird. I, I always have to bring it, but I never put it on. Is the poncho? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. always that I'm always that idiot that's like I don't need a poncho. You know, like my kids and my wife all got their ponchos on, and then I'm soaking wet, and then I finally put the poncho on after I'm soaking wet, and it's like we don't use ponchos anymore. No, just, just well, you got the umbrellas, right? Yeah. So ponchos just so much work. That's cool. Well, I usually have a good one with in case it's like full day, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I bring the cheap ones and just throw them away. Throw them away. Yeah, but like for us, that yeah. would be all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you get the ones in Disney, they'll last you a couple of trips if you if you treat them right. So, but yeah, so yeah, we, we, we've got some, we got portable charges as a must. I think we all pretty much said that. Um, snacks, water, some, uh, some good advice. People should bring deodorant. That's not a bad idea, especially if you have, here's, and especially I'll tell you why. And I never think to do it, but do you ever spend like a whole day in a park? And by the end of yeah. the day, you're like sweaty and disheveled oh. and you got, but now you got to go to, California grill for, for for dining and you look like a hot mess, but like yeah. you're not gonna you can't go all you know, I stay at the boardwalk most times. I can't go from Magic Kingdom all the way to the boardwalk just to come back to to get to, to California <laughs> grill. I'll go up there carrying for California grill, look like I just like walked a death march and just deal <laughs> with it. But like I'm thinking I I knowing I probably stink right now. Oh. Even like a little a little kit that you could kind of Yeah, bring. like little travel size ones, right? Mm-hmm. With yeah. some stuff I usually bring like a body spray, like a small yeah. body spray. I do. I do bring like a little sandalwood oil and at Epcot, they sell these lotion sticks that are really nice, like big giant chapsticks, but they're lotions. Yeah. Yeah. Basin had the little oils. That- yeah. Basin always has good stuff in Disney Springs. Where in Epcot though? Well, they've actually been over um, by the, where the tree usually is. But they are, they've just recently been shut down. And last time I talked to them, they didn't know where they were going to end up. So I haven't discovered their new location yet. You know, they move those booths around or those shops around. It's called um, Rinse Bath and Body Company. They have some really cool stuff. That's where I got that hand sanitizer. Yeah, alcohol or... um, They have some very masculine lotions too. Now, what you're showing us, that's from Epcot, you were saying? Or is that the one from Basin? This is Epcot from the Rinse Soap. So they've been setting up a pop-up shop in Epcot for at least since reopening. And they are extending their stay. They just won't be over by where, like, Duffy used to be and where, the you know, the shop is. But they're online, too. It's just RinseSoap.com. Yeah. They support it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Solid, I'm actually surprised nobody mentioned like Advil, like especially for a hot day. <laughs> yeah, in the sun, like Advil uh, yeah like, you know what? Honorable mention Advil brings some, yeah. Well, just you know what? Sometimes you walk in a lot, you know, you get sore at the end of the day, man. Oh my yeah. god, what after the we first day, your feet are destroyed. Advil or Tylenol or Aleve, just because we always go during the summer, so it's always the hottest part of the- yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I was just right. Asking Stephanie, how much do those lockers cost? We've never gotten one, they're I think- double it, like with the. 
Uber. <laughs> yeah, right. I think sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that Uber was more. No. I think it was the time of day. I no, think who looked no, at a time where it was no, low peak. No, okay. <laughs> I think um, they I, there's like usually dollars. like two sizes though. Yeah, they're like eight dollars. Eight and like eight and twelve or twelve, I think, because they yeah. got really big ones. And but they're for the full day though, right? You get it for the day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, so that's gonna uh, that's gonna do it this week. Let's just go through a few announcements before we get out of here. We actually have a huge, huge announcement. Um, and thank you to you know before we get into the announcement of the huge giveaway, let's thank all a lot of the sponsors that we've had uh, since the beginning, since we started, that were part of all of our giveaways, part of this giveaway. So let, I'm just gonna go down the list real quick. Let's give a, a shout out to uh, the Magic Mirror Company, the Holiday Candle Company. Ears by Kayla, Mountains Over Main Street, Ellie Mae's Craft Company, Be Our Guest Ears, Sugar and Geek Candles, Inspire Me Candles. Uh, they were all part of our, our giveaways all year. Sam and, and Joey with JSA Creations were one of our uh, sponsors this, this year as well. So just want to say thank you to everybody for being part of what we able, what we were able to do and help be part of what we do for our fans and, and listeners with these giveaways. And uh, we have a huge giveaway that we're doing right now. It's that $500 gift card from uh, the Disney gift card that we actually have on the Instagram. So let's announce the winner of that. The winner of the $500 Disney gift card is Sean Stewart. And uh, congratulations, Sean. We will reach out to you on Instagram. Hey. That's a big, that's, 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 a, that's a bunch yeah. of meals. That's a couple Are of Are you kidding me? Oh. Yeah. That's, so, that's mega. Um, that's so, yeah. And, so, and let's. Griswold said, that's it. That's the big one. That's it, right? There you go. So, let's congratulations, Sean Stewart. Congratulations, Listen, after after a $500 gift card, I think you get a winner, you know, a listener for life. So let's let's hope he's going to stick around. I think uh, I think yeah. he will. Um, he actually he's one of the guys that answers pretty much every every week. So he's one of the good ones. Um, I recognize the name. And this time he actually he won it. Wow. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So let's say uh, congratulations again to him. We'll reach out to him on Instagram. Or if you listen to this before I hit you up, hit me up. Let me know. Let's. Let, I want to be able to surprise him. Um, but yeah, so congratulations again, Sean Stewart, on that gift card. And then we'll get it out to you ASAP. And then also, just to let everybody know, that's not the end of the giving. Every month, we're going to have more giveaways. You know, next month, we'll have another giveaway. It won't be the $500 one, but it'll still be uh, another nice size Disney gift card giveaway that we'll be um, announcing on our Instagram at the magical lifestyle at the underscore magical underscore score lifestyle uh, later this week so stay tuned we'll be announcing that soon and shortly and um third brought to my attention by by you guys uh off the air is happy birthday to who winnie the pooh winnie the pooh and i think you guys are gonna have a big announcement soon about winnie the pooh hopefully yeah so happy birthday to, to winnie the pooh happy birthday <laughs> And uh, so and before we get out of here, also let's thank today's sponsor, Sugar and Geek Candle Company. Remember, uh, they're the, the sponsor and their candle, one of their candles is the trivia prize if you get the question right this week. And let's also thank special guest Mike Crave, the GM of Everglazed Donuts and Cold Brew, as well as Splitsville Luxury Lanes. You know, he's been on a few times. We, uh, we love having him. And uh, definitely, guys, check out that Everglazed. So with that, let's do, uh, let's say our goodbyes. Uh, Brad and Tiff, we'll see you next yeah. time. Well, thank you. It's so great to be back again. I mean, yeah. it feels like home for oh, us. Yeah. So we're so happy. Well, you are you are home, brother. Uh, Joey and Sam. I'm glad to be back. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I can't hear you, Sam. Can Sam you was, hear now? I can hear you, Joey. I couldn't hear Sam. Uh, I think my earset was falling. <laughs> <laughs> well, just want to say thank you for joining this week, and we'll see you next time. Take care, guys. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having us again. It's been great. I I'm liking that we've been able to uh, consistently <laughs> make these shows which has been a, a lot of fun. So, and also you can um, make sure you check us out. JSA creations instead of the E and the A 
and Creations is 3D. You can find us at Etsy, what do you call it? Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram. <laughs> We're on all of them. So you can reach us pretty much in any one of those. So check us out. Best ears in the business, guys. Best ears yeah. in the business. And, and you know, and real quick, before we move on to, to, to Dan and Steph, Brad and Tiff, uh, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you guys on, on Instagram and stuff? Yeah, okay, sure. Well, we're years of years on uh, Insta, on YouTube, and on Facebook. And right. work really hard on a Disney uh, history show every day. So I stay in Disney. So good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this stuff is really is really neat, uh, especially some of the stuff you find out you don't realize. Yeah, some of the history lessons. It's like a, yeah. it's a daily history lesson of Disney. So yeah, it's really neat. Thank you. And we try to keep it fun, and, and we don't discriminate. I mean, we try to find all. You know, like recently we talked about Nicolas Cage. We've gone back to 1686 before. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, so now let's kick it over to and say goodbye to the besteners of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. Bye. As always. <laughs> thanks for thanks for having us always so much fun why are you looking at me like that <laughs> where they check us out at okay you can check out our instagram at it's rock and roll dw it's rock the letter n roll dw it's rock and roll disney weirdos is what that stands for <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of people think it's just disney world no, that's, no. wait is that true is it disney weird weird yeah yes i, I like that I've I always like thought it was just rock and roll Disney World. Yeah. No. But now I'm, yeah. I'm a bigger fan now than I was before. Yeah, me too. That might be a trivia question in the future. I love yeah, it. I like that. And as usual, kids, have a rip-roaring day. Bye. All right. Go. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> so, guys, have a great today, a better tomorrow, and we'll see you next time.